for the longest time, my disinterest in One Piece really came for its art style. It's uh-huh. just seemed very cartoony and goofy. And I was at that age of like, I'm looking for a mature, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm swirling my, my wine glass, yeah, taking well, a yeah. where, where, Where's the bleach? I'm looking for the says. finest Naruto bleach. Your, your, your young adult anime, please. And then I look at Luffy and his stretchy bullshit. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real adult over here. The 13-year-old swirling his glass what of wine. What is accent, by the way? This is a weird accent. I don't know, but it's like lazy man British, apparently. Anyway. Welcome to episode 17 of the Taku Taku podcast. Uh, things are a little different today. Uh, I am your host, uh, Miles. Yeah, why am I keep thinking of someone else? So who do you want to be today? I don't know who you want to be, right? Because apparently I just get, forgot my name for a hot second. I want to be king of the pirates. We'll get to that later. But anywho, mm. uh, so welcome to this, I guess, online version of the podcast. Yes, if that's why that's why Miles' voice sounds weird, and mine just sounds weird because it's just the way it is, folks. Uh huh. So, uh, to, I guess we'll to today's episode. We're gonna cover various news things we we gathered, and then we're going to talk about our weeks, and finally, we're going to, I guess, do a similar review spoiler review of the One Piece live action thing. It's, Which is not bad as everyone thought it was going to be. Sure, it's fine. Fine, if you consider a house fire yeah. fine. Hey, but it's better than the Cowboy Bebop one, Ray, if you remember that one. Mm, I try my best not to. Uh, so I guess we'll start off with this uh, little tip of the news I thought was interesting. Uh, so Mega Blocks, people are not the Lego company, <laughs> uh, says that on October 8th at Target, you can buy a 3 fourth replica of the Xbox 360. Huh. With working parts, you can put a disc. In, uh, it comes with a copy of Halo Three, which you build, <laughs> like a little, like a little the box, and then uh, I guess a little disc. Well, you said working. And, yeah, working. So you put there. So it comes with a a fake disc, right? Uh huh. And you put it. You suppose you put it in the in the in this three sixty, and then no, it spins. It does all these little magical things in it. According to wait, so does it? The, if I put in my copy of Halo Three or whatever, is it going to actually work or not? No, no, it's like kind of, you know, like, like fake pretend, working. You know? Okay, okay, fake, okay, maybe fake working. You know, sorry, sorry, everyone, sorry, my bad. Because they're like, there are like Lego NESs that actually you can like put NES things in them and whatnot, yeah. and people make. So yeah. I, I want to make sure. No, it's not. Ra- no, there's no Raspberry Pi, any nonsense. Okay. No, it's just, it's just, so it happens. You, you can put a disc in it, and it does like. It like, makes three, noise. It makes, yeah, it makes noise. Also comes with a controller. So, you know, you get a controller, a Halo 3 box with a disc, and uh, you can build a 360 out of it. Hmm. It. My first question is, like, we have, like, we have the Atari from LEGO. We got the, the NES from LEGO. Uh-huh. And somehow we're jumping all the way to the 360? There's, like, at least 15 years of history we're just skipping over, not 20. Well, you know, Mega Bloks isn't the king of all the good deal. They got the Xbox, you know? So, like, Xbox nostalgia is not even the original Xbox? Well, imagine how big, how many pieces is that That's true. Be? They'd go out of business trying to make all those. 
then that no, like especially like three four scale. That's a that's pretty bit massive for that thing, you know. And it has to weigh out the same amount. So you got to get like a brick or something to get the. What if you had to make the dude controller too? Uh huh. Yeah, it's like nope. And I think because three sixty, I think everyone's that's like the Xbox console everyone numbers, you know. I guess it is. The more I think about it, as a not real Xbox person, but as a person who's owned every Xbox. I guess that's true because it's like the beginning of the digital age and download and the old Xbox arcade where you would tune in every week to see what hot new old retro game they would dump on there and this and that. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense because the original Xbox was just bad Dreamcast 2, question mark. The neat thing also comes with a uh, removable uh, hard drive. Like the thing I know I tried to take data off that thing, which was a pain in the ass. Oh, yes, the 360 with their proprietary little hard uh-huh. yeah that was we're never gonna do that again right microsoft we're never gonna go back to proprietary uh, storage mediums right I definitely oh no we'll, definitely we'll never not. do that at all I how see... much for one terabyte how much i love my series x i see your xbox memory card and i raise you your playstation vita memory card <sighs> yeah and then uh, you had to wait for someone finally uh, crack the code and put you could use a all right the sd card mm-hmm. which i i use in mine and it works fine the, te- the future, technology, we've come a long way. You know, I have to pay $200 to get only like 16 gigs? All that wow. just to play Persona 4. I mean, there's there are other games to play there, right? Like a bunch of Outmaster. Yeah, okay, and there it is. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Can't even make it within the first 15 minutes of the podcast without saying Idle Master. Or, well, you know, should I tell you about the next anime season? Should mm-hmm. I start there? Uh huh. Guess, guess what's going to come back, guys? Guess what's coming back? Uh, yeah, so an, and it sells for uh 150 bucks. Mm, that's about as much I'd pay. And pre-orders are already sold out apparently. So damn, that was quick. Darn, I guess. Oh darn, it'll sell it for like you said the NES or the Atari. Where's Where's the Dreamcast? I know that's what Ray's asking right I now. I want to pre-order that sucker forever ago. And, but here's here's a question: right? Which box? What game should come with it? I mean, it's got to be Sonic Adventure, right? I mean, uh, I mean, probably. That's the first, like, what was the first game? That was game? the big game. That was probably the big game on day one. I mean, Sonic. I mean, I mean, what, name a Sega thing where Sonic wasn't number one. It has to be. I mean, don't, I would take some Jet Set Radio, uh, Skies of Arcadia, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, of course. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of amazing games sure. on the world's greatest game console of all time. But if we have to pick one, probably Sonic Adventure one. I know it's maybe not age 100% great, but hey, that first level, that stupid whale. We all love that stupid whale. Uh-huh. Let's see. Uh, I guess going some, I guess, with nostalgia here. Uh, they released more footage of the Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Hmm. Uh, during, the, I guess, direct last Saturday? Or was it Saturday? Uh, Who knows? What's time anymore uh, for me? Yeah, time time is a fluid thing from us. Uh so they show there are twelve characters you could play as Mario, Luigi, Peasy, Daisy, two Toads, Toadette, a couple a lot of Yoshis and a Nabbit, which I'm surprised. And no also, you know, it looks pretty fun. There's badges, which I think is hilarious because it reminds me a lot of uh Paper <laughs> Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh it looks fun. Can't wait to play it. Uh, I do like the fact that they're they treat by other forms like bubble form, the elephant, which I guess sure. is interesting. Well, they've done cats and and I was gonna say raccoons, but no, what are the cats? Uh, tanukis. Bees. There you go. Yeah, 
Yeah, lo- yeah, I love your tanuki. For a long time, it's just oh, he's a raccoon. Okay, I don't understand. I don't know why he's a raccoon, but he's a raccoon. And when did raccoons learn to fly? All right, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's just that's just weird. Uh, also, a couple some I guess things that you could do online. You could play with other people up to four players. All right. I say it looks neat. It looks it looks like something I wish they came up a long time ago. It looks good. I am I am looking forward to it. Considering I know a lot of people like the was it new Super Mario Brothers, but it was always just like yeah, it's good, I guess. But like that's it. Well, this actually looks like we're trying to do something more interesting, just like how they done with 3D World. It feels like they're yeah. trying to apply that you know I guess magic or wonder into this game. Yeah, a lot of like you're like, oh, I've all this stuff going on there. Wow, I didn't know it's this is good stuff over here. Whatever. Let me have some of that. Let me, let me get a little bit of that. Uh, wonder seeds, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, don't you feel the wonder? Oh, oh it's plant based, all right. Uh, Austin has also sad news report. Apparently, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is not going to have any DLC, which I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I am not. Of course you're not. I like Iron Newman just because he proved you wrong. So that's any day he proves you, anyone proves you wrong is a fan of mine. Uh huh. Well, I was, I I guess, I don't know. Maybe I was was the fool. I don't know. I mean, isn't this game already DLC to begin with? So it's like, how much more DLC can you add to the DLC? Maybe to fix some of the bugs or bring back the glitches. Bring back the the glitches. It's called not updating and having a physical copy. One advantage to have physical media. Uh huh. Oh, never. That's it's racist. Don't update your game. Don't update your game. Keep playing. Makes it a little bit easier, especially when you want to. <laughs> well, why don't you collect twenty more s- s- snails there, Link, and then I'll upgrade your stuff. How about now? Nah, just give it to me now. Well, I'll admit though, a lot of specialists like you, know, you get all the signs. No one's gonna. I don't think anyone does the signs. I, I did one and I stopped. Could not stand doing the signs and tears of the kingdom. Especially, especially for what twenty rupees? Yeah, That's it's like no. not even not even worth my time. I'll find more money by killing this guy over here. I'll be back. Or doing some of the glitches. That that also too would make that easier. Though I never really did it for the money. I did it for the 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 close upgrades. Really, not so much for the money. Yeah, some of those things. Some of these were were pain to farm. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. And now I guess we'll get some some old school talk here. So on the Tales Online Switch service, they're going. They have a Super Famicom version of Kirby Star Stacker, which apparently I heard is pretty damn good. I've heard the same. So I'm kind of curious because I never Kirby Star Stacker on the Game Boy, but I know there was one. I guess they remade it a couple years late, next the year later, only in Japan. Things or you do the, when your game console is dying out. Thanks, Sega. What Sega? Yeah, because it was like like it was like '98. It wasn't like when Sega was still. Pretty good. No, no, I'm talking about there was the super then in the Super Nintendo, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, versus well, they're making way for the 64, right? Yeah, thus your uh, Banjo Kazooie or before Banjo Kazooie, was it called? Oh, uh, the Pirate King, okay. the other Pirate King, whatever. Talking about old school history, moving on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on because boy, that's that took me there for a hot second. Mm-hmm. What was that game? Dream. Uh, Maybe. Uh, Some will correct us us eventually. Uh, There's also a Game Boy Color Quest for Camelot, which I go, who? What? Uh, And apparently two other uh, NES games, Joy Mech Fight and Downtown Netsu March Super Awesome Field Day, which is apparently a sequel to uh, the, um, what do you call it? The Ritter Saving Ransom. Oh. I never made it over here. Oh. Apparently, it's in that compilation, I think, last year they came out with. Like, oh, right. Those. They had the collection of all those. The What do they call them in Japanese? 
I forget. Uh, yeah, but yeah, because not I, double dragon, but also double dragon. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, and a shock to you know, because we always had to bring this up when we hear news about it. Uh, so E3 once again is not happening next year. What? And it's not going to happen in LA either. What? And and also they decided to like uh, cut uh, cut ties with their uh, this the event holder Read Pop, which I guess did all like the who didn't do uh, anything basically for them. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. But I said, don't worry, guys. Don't worry. In twenty five five, we're gonna come back stronger. But where? We'll find a, a place. All I can say yeah. to that is. Just let it go. Let it go. E3's dead. All right? Let him leave the corpse alone. We don't need to dangle his do- body around and put him on puppet strings. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, it's it's a stare, light, like, you know. It's just pathetic we, now. It's like, it's all, everyone moved on. Keely moved on. Everyone moved on. We're just, it's like. We already buried him he- twice. How many more times do you want us to, un- like I said, drag him out, put him up, let him dance here? for a minute, and then put him back in the grave? It's It's just sad now. It's just sad. Uh, moving forward, uh, apparently at Gamescom, apparently Nintendo showed some of the Switch 2 demos, which include a higher ver- rate version or higher higher rate version. They charge them Sorry. more around the day. <laughs> Want to see Breath of the Wild, but now it's eighty bucks. Uh, uh, a resolution version of Breath of the Wild. Show the power of the new Switch. If only I could Next... do that on like on my personal computer. If only there was a way to do this. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The way to get the games out, put them on the PC, and run it at the way it's supposed to be, right? There's no way. It's impossible. There's no way that can happen. Definitely not a real thing. Don't look it up, kids. Uh, and also, parents are supposed to use D- DLSS, which is the new hip and cool thing NVIDIA has. You know, it's supposed to be a better They're... super sampling than That's what uh, it is. ray tracing, whatever. No. It's got all the buzzwords. I like the buzzwords. Uh-huh. See, look closely. See, look, look at that pixel or the polygon. See, it's really sharp now. Okay, but isn't it really sharp as it is? Yeah, but it's now sharper. Yeah. To be, <clears throat> excuse me, but to, I guess, be somewhat fair and credit, the technology has been, uh, has uh, grown to been something more impressive than its first uh, run through the market. Uh, and mm-hmm. with a handheld device, I think it actually makes sense that it uses that technology. And I think it could actually be beneficial for Nintendo in their future endeavors. So slightly joking, but also I look forward. What's the emperor? I look forward to your future. What's it with great something, something I forget. I should put on the soundboard. Oh, with great power comes responsibility. No, no, no. That's what well, that spider. What the bleep? No, at the end of <laughs> Phantom Menace where he's like, I look forward to your future or something. Oh, sorry. Only you, Andy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm bad. sorry. It's on. It's been a long. I, pff, Star Wars. Oof. We. I once again speaking about things I buried and dragged back out to bury back again. And some people bury it and try to bring it back though. Oh, but, but what if though? I do. Yeah. Oh, let's get off this. <laughs> get me out of here. All right. Here, I'll give you some nice, good Sega news here. Okay. So apparently, in the. Like a dragon, the the the, the Kiru game, pretty much. Yakuza, not Yakuza, but totally is. Uh, they're gonna release a port of Daytona USA two on, in that game, which apparently is the first in that game ever got ported. That it was yeah. only released it. It was the only thing only able to play in in, in Japan and arcades. Mm-hmm. 
See, I see, see, don't you feel right. better? I don't do you? feel better. I will, I will, I mean, like I wasn't gonna buy this already, but I will also buy this as well. Shocker. It's amazing, it's amazing to see you put games inside games, see? That's where, that's where the money is. I just need to catch up, I'm so far behind on the whole Yakuza stuff. But I'm the one that started it. I have the PS2 copies. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a date for, uh, Miyazaki's, uh, <laughs> almost, not last film. Uh-huh, question mark <laughs> on that part. Uh, so it'll come out here in North America on December 8th. And yeah. there's a trailer that you can watch of it, which looks like a Miyazaki That sure looks Miyazaki like a Studio movie. Ghibli movie. Uh-huh. But, yes, that's right, folks. You, he's not going to retire yet again. And it's shocked to nobody on this podcast. Well, if they want to put money in the studio, they're going to have to make someone be the director. And uh, sadly, <laughs> everyone else, I think, is gone. And he's not going to give it to his boy. I'll tell you that. Not over his dead body. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like, as well, he's like, no, never, never give this to me. Never. <laughs> I will pass it to my cat or something. I something still like. have yet to see that movie. I'm still curious with the dragons or whatever it's about. Uh-huh. Well, he's seen it, and he's like, no. At least the, what was it called? The, see, what was it called? The one with the sailors? This high school? <laughs> I forget. But that one was all right, and that was him. And I, I, personally, I don't think I've never made, well, may was it only yesterday or no? That's no, only I mean. yesterday. That was, um, that was, oh, what's the, oh my goodness, I'm blanking here. I'm going to blame my disease. Uh, oh my God. The, the Grave of the Fireflies guy, that's him. Ah, uh, yes. Grave of the Fireflies. I feel Great bad. Film. One of the greatest directors of all time and I'm blanking. Yeah, the other, the, the not Miyazaki guy that no one remembers. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I know I haven't seen his, but apparently I guess he he moved he moved on. He's like, I'll I'll keep going no matter what what it takes. Wait, what? You've never seen who's? No, no, no. I was saying like you know that Miyazaki's keep going no matter what you know. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, it's oh, I thought you're like, like you haven't seen like it sounds like this like you haven't seen any Miyazaki. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, that I love Dark I Souls. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, I've been news. <laughs> Uh, that's what we're gonna call the segment, I guess. Uh, they're gonna make a sequel to Community Tokeny in 2024 on Netflix. Yay! By see. producer IG, which I'm kind of curious how's that gonna producer work. Producer IG out. is that what they call him? Producer oh, IG? Yeah, right next to production IG. Uh huh. Well, he runs production. He's the producer. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh huh. So yay, we're we're back. Maybe this season they'll explain why he likes her. I look forward to this. <laughs> Someone, I mean, mm. mm-hmm. uh, I mean, would you like to, mm. would you like to handle this one for me, Miles? Mm. No one's got time for that, perhaps. Uh, we, we don't. <laughs> Moving on. Uh huh. Nice save. Uh, and I love, I love this news because I think it's hilarious in so many ways. So, of course, out on the internet, someone made a lane AI. Oh, I saw that or I heard of it. Yeah. So to commemorate the 20th anniversary of. Certified from the lane, aka our normal lives. Uh huh. The f- today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just sheer ironic. Just like no one, no one, no one gets the message. Uh so there's an AI out there that's based on uh on Lane, of course, which uses uh uses uh scripts from the anime, uh I guess sound bits from the, from the voice actress herself, mm-hmm. and the power of the open AI to create the uh, AI you could you could talk to. Lane, I guess. Yay. Just what the show was well, telling me is the good. This is fun. This is, we look forward <laughs> to our digital cells taking our <laughs> forward into the future. Huh? 
if you're wondering, uh, you could send 10 messages to Lane for free. Oh, boy. And then after that, it costs $20 a month. Oh, there you go. There's a, there it is. There it is. However, wait, wait. Then it gets better. Oh, God. If you pay for the sponsor plan, which is $5,000. Wow, sign me up. You get an unlimited membership, and you can you, you commercially use the AI, the Lane AI yourself. There you go. I could be one with the machine. <sighs> I just I looked at that. And I, I had to put talk about because it it's like, no, that's. I don't think you guys understand what's going. You know, it's, it's happy go lucky show. Good times, you know. Mm-hmm. She survives at the end. Uh huh. It's fine. Everyone's everyone's a winner there. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh so that's all the news i have uh yeah uh i guess do you have any news i do actually have some news myself i know a lot of things like little dates uh because we've been uh on hiatus for a minute because of uh just bad timing and scheduling and uh perhaps illness on my my part um let's see what do i want to go first let's go for the easy ones so, Persona 3 Reloaded is officially coming out on February 2nd. They showed a new trailer for it. Woo-hoo. And, uh, yeah, that, that looks like Persona 3 with, you know, the power of the PS5 and everything else under it. But no Fez content whatsoever. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see if they're going to do something with that. Maybe, like, change the game to justify that or something. I don't know. Because I know a lot of people, most people, when they consider Persona 3, people consider Fez to be the the real Persona 3, quotation marks. Though, personally, I, I'd rather just play portable because i rather have control of my party versus let the CPU decide what I want to do with my characters. No, thank you. All right? All right? Thank you very much. Uh, but, yeah, it looks good. I look forward to it. I, In fact, I already pre-ordered the stupid $200 box set because, of course, I did because I'm a Looney Tune. Oh. Hey, where's it's not like you bought three of them like you did with uh uh goofy uh fire emblem. Hey, I had ensure that the packaging I got was the best one out of the bunch. And I sure did. I made sure I got that. Wow. He does have magnifying gloves, everyone, so that way you make sure. Oh, that's a dent. No good. Let's go back. And that's where Fr- Frank gets the dents. But he's happy because he doesn't have to order or nothing. He just has to pay me. I don't think I'm charging for taxes half the time. So there yeah, there's that. Uh, what else is there? Official date for Sonic Superstars is October 17th. Uh, that also looks good. They showed a little bit more. I've heard it was at the GamesCon. Most people said nothing but good things about it. Uh, 2D Sonic is good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It is interesting because it does... The more I saw of it, I saw a little bit more of it because uh, it's online, right? Um, yeah. And it's funny and fitting that because uh, the game is directed by the actual character designer. What's oh, uh, was it Otanashi? Something like that. I, I think so. Something yeah, like that. But either way, uh, the big reason is because it's him heading up this game. And looking at the gameplay, it sure makes me think more of a Sonic CD, which is fitting because he also was the guy in charge of Sonic CD. So it's interesting to see someone try to go back to the Sonic CD form because... Um, Sonic CD is a very unique game. I, I like it. I, it's not my favorite, but uh, it does bold, interesting ideas. So I'm curious to see uh, what that looks like in 2023. So uh, Sonic Superstar is looking good. But, I mean, it's it's the Sonic on the Hedgehog on it. So yeah. let's be honest. I'm going to buy it, good or bad, no matter what. I won't maybe buy it day one, but I'm going to buy it eventually because I'm just that I I, I just think it's hilarious. The fact I think it was like a week after the Mario game come out, right? Yes, um, you know, yes. October is a very busy month. 
Uh-huh. Ah, yes. The return of the 90s. Comes uh, yes, the, the Battle of the 90s has returned yet again. Mm, some things never die, apparently. Now, how far? I just realized it. Today, hold, so, breaking news, everyone. At the time of this recording, I know by the time it comes out, it's a little bit late, but go with me here. It's the goddamn Dreamcast anniversary, folks. Oh, nine, man. nine, nine. Let's bring it out. Break open the champagne. Right. 24 years of the greatest game console of all time yet again. I didn't even plan for this, but I looked oh. at it and now it dawned on me. It's the world's greatest day. Everyone celebrate. All right. I'll put flowers next to the, the Dreamcast over here. Bring out your Daytona. Bring out your Power Stone. It's time to bring out that... that and I have those cables too. Time to bring out Sonic Shuffle, everybody. That's hey, right. Sonic there's Shuffle. Miles, and he has to say Sonic Shuffle just to annoy me. Which is right uh, on par and right next to uh, Mario Party 1. It being a very CPU... Cheap FU game, game. Mm-hmm. that it was. So yeah, enjoy your Dreamcast, your belated uh, Dreamcast day for you who's listening to the podcast on release. How's it going? When? How's your Wednesday going for you folks? All right. Meanwhile, currently on the recording, let's go back to the news and let's talk about the fact that the Naruto original G special four episode thing uh-huh. that they were going to come out has been postponed. It was supposed to start, I think, this week. In fact. But that got pushed back until an unknown time. So um, apparently the reason why was quality control. Uh, What? Quality control? What? I am kind of curious because my my guess was all this footage that they made was just the footage they did for that like AMV special they did like the beginning of the year. Uh-huh. So I, I I guess maybe it's actually going to be new animation. I guess so. I guess that'll be nice. It's kind of like I don't know if it's good or bad. It just shows you like, does anyone care about Boruto anymore? Apparently not, because we're bringing back Naruto for Christ's sake. Well, once once again, the father has to clean the sins of his son, clean his son's mess. Apparently, it is to this very time because I was uh, I'll get to it later on. But I've been reading some other manga, and then I'm looking at like future shonen or future current shonen jump covers and it it's like you know luffy all your usual suspects and then there's boruto and i'm like oh fucking boruto who let this clown on here uh, no time for fan oh, fiction well. they don't they, when they let fan fiction characters on top of shonen jump covers all right let's move on here talk about other news uh quick one kind of a sad more sad news apparently uh volition the people behind uh the saint row games has uh, sadly closed their doors for good uh they've been having issues they they had a success with the first was it three or four saint row games and then ever since then it's never been the same it's kind of sad because i remember early on the saints row games were like just cheap uh gta knockoffs but then by the third game they started having like its own personality and became more like mass effect than anything uh, yeah, it, well, it got too it got too big for itself and it collapsed. Yeah, and, and that's what happens because then there was that. Didn't they try to do like an online like GTA online equivalent? Well, there, that, well there's that remake. Remember, the, and there was the, the re- right, and the last attempt was the remake, which just seemed like it didn't have enough time and maybe didn't have like the best ideas. And to be honest, uh, it just seemed like too soon and. Uh, that's the problem when you when you put all your eggs in one basket with the IP of Saints Row and like Saints Row was maybe a big thing for about like ten seconds, but <clears throat> I don't know if it's big enough to say let's do a reboot like relatively so close to it. But they needed that safety note because, like I said, there was the online game before that, which I forget, but it it tanked so quickly. So yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, third and fourth game are good, so maybe uh, it, you might have it in your collection. I'll check your local swap meet. I bet you it's pretty cheap, and they're good games. 
All right, what else here? We got, um, we'll do the Atari news. Uh-huh. So the new Atari that's out there today is really not spring- the old Atari, the new Atari. Yeah, not not Infogrames, not the Dragon Ball Z makers or not, PS2 not your, Dragon Ball makers. Not your dad's Atari, your granddad's Atari. Yeah, or your uncle's Atari and your little nephew. There's like ten thousand Ataris now. But anyway, the current holder of the Atari name is swinging for the fences and trying something kind of interesting with the release of the Atari Twenty Six Hundred Plus, which will be coming out <laughs> on November Seventeenth. Uh, this thing is indeed a a you know a remake or a reimagining of the original 2600 uh but for modern day because it has you know plugs into your tv using hdmi and uh yeah and it lets you play actually original 2600 cartridges as well as 7800 cartridges uh for the low low price of 130 dollars and uh yeah i don't know it's it's kind of neat as a person who kind of remembers the atari uh, it's kind of nice to see someone's bringing back life to it and trying to do something interesting with the property because wasn't there a while they were going to make like Atari hotels or something dumb like that? Well, you know, it's been through a lot of changes, Mary. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of changes, which you go, sure. So I think this change is at least one that makes sense for the brand and, um, uh, yes. maybe get some Pac-Man old... to 2600. I re- Pac-Man refuses to tilt up and down, left or right. Well, no, no, no. He does left and right. He doesn't do up and down, though. That's, I think, the shtick. And plus, he doesn't look like Pac-Man at all, either. But besides that point, in all fairness, it was an... I mean, it's not good. It's Even the maze is not in the right maze. But I did play a lot of that fucking game. I guess it's some credit. But we'll always have, we'll uh, always have Pitfall. As long as we have Pitfall, we'll be all right. Uh-huh. Just go climb around, grabbing around snakes. Or not snakes. Uh, ropes. Or pits. Get a couple of crocodiles. Good time. So yeah, that's interesting. I'm glad to see someone's actually trying to do something that makes sense with the, the like the license, the property. So yay, I'm I'm, uh, I'm gonna keep an eye out. Maybe a hundred. If it drops to a hundred dollars, I might just pull the trigger because I yeah, it's yeah. Do find twenty six hundred games? We actually, I actually know where we have them. I found our father's collection. Uh, so, some out. Ah, it's a good time. Good times. So look forward to that. And let's see here. I guess we'll get to the PlayStation news I got left here. Starting with, I guess, maybe the both negative news. Let's start with the very obvious negative news. Uh-huh. So PlayStation, in their great wisdom, has decided to increase the price of the PlayStation Plus subscription uh, up to nearly 35% on all its different tiers. Well, 30 you know- Five percent. I just want to say that. That's what do they think? The but goddamn Ray, Netflix. But Ray, but what about what about them? Though, what about poor place? No, Sony, no, little Sony. No, no, like we're hurting here. Little Sony out there with this tin can out there. Can I borrow a cup of tea? I don't know what the accent this is, but that's the accent I went with. Yeah, you know they're hurting so much. You know they haven't got any good PS5 games. Better get PS5 games out on the roll. PS5 is doing bad. No one's buying the consoles. No one's buying the uh, games. There, there's rumor that PS5 uh, refresh or the the Pro, whatever the oh, hell God, that thing the is going to be. Uh-huh, that rumor, but nightmare. you know, but please, please understand. Tough look times. All the games you get. Look at the games you're getting now, right? You liked that last of the HBO game. show, didn't you? Why don't you give us some money for that? Yeah, you know, someday we'll get uh, we'll get Goofy Ape Escape one on there, maybe, just maybe. <laughs> Yeah, we might get there. So, it, so or okay. So it's like a whole thing. I guess I want to just you know, break this down a little bit. So, as a person who's pretty much been a PlayStation Plus member since its 
original concept or construction back on the PS3, uh, it, it is very jarring and surprising because I remember PlayStation Plus was like the good choice between that and Xbox Gold back in the day because with PlayStation Plus, you got free games every every month. And it's like, oh boy, I like free games. While the Gold was just to play online. So now we play it online. We got free games. We were getting discounts buying stuff on the digital store. It was just like a really good deal. It was cheaper too, I think, by a little bit. So it was nothing but like, well, I mean, I got a PS3. Sure, I'll buy the Plus and free games every month. Sign me up. And... Never looked back uh, since then, and I've always bought it since then. I I've, I wait till the holiday seasons, of course, when it's a little bit cheaper, because I think normally it was sixty dollars until this price hike, and but I would pay no more than what thirty forty dollars for each mm-hmm. year or so. So you know, I never paid full price. And I guess, granted, yes, you can make the argument that well, you know, oh, maybe it's gonna be cheaper too, because on Christmas deals for this new after the hike. But so that means even the best option, it's still gonna be I'm paying because I believe the lowest tier has gone up to eighty dollars, twenty dollars mm. more out of my pocket. In case people, you know, the thirty five percent you can't phantom, it's twenty more bucks out of your pocket just to play online and to get uh, free games that you probably already own anyway. And then on top of it, so it's like, okay, so that's for the normal tier, which is, uh, that's, I've always been at. When they came out with the new two-tier system, the last, uh, what, maybe a year or two now it's been, I've yet to upgrade it because there's no good reason to upgrade it because what's the reason to get the shitty PlayStation 1 emulation? Mm-hmm. I, I have better PlayStation emulation <laughs> On multiple devices I already own with my original PlayStation 1 disc, thank you very much. So why would I want to have an inferior version of a game I already own and I could be playing on multiple different ways? So there's nothing good offering there. There's a couple, I think, think on the middle tier. Because I think the high tier is to get the classic games. And the middle tier is to get, like, certain demos of new games. Like, they had the... Uh, was it Stray? Is that what it's called? The cat game? Yeah, Stray, which also going to get a movie too. I forgot to mention that. Oh, there you it's go. Awesome the news. Still haven't played it. Heard good things. I mean, if I had PlayStation Plus, I would, but that's not happening because I'm fucking paying 35% more. Fuck that shit. If but, I didn't pay it before. But, 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 but what about them, though? What yeah, what about them? About? Go, go fuck off. That's all I can say. So, yeah, I, uh, I haven't been a gold member for a while, and even more so now with gold is pretty much dead and now it's become the Game Pass, and I haven't been a member of that for a while. And PlayStation Plus is also going to go to the way of the dodo with that. Uh, I think the thing, I think if you're already in the thing, I think you get like an extra month to grandfather it in, but yeah, even I'm kind of like trying to convince myself, well, maybe I should get at least one more year, but I'm like, "Ah, fuck it, I'm not even worth the extra money just to get the discount now, because I just... For one, I'm more of a you know solo game player, story focused, narrative focused kind of person. So it's like I'm just I I'll just go play on my PC. Thank you very much, and avoid this online subscription fee altogether. What do you say? Yeah, yeah I don't know. it's uh, bad. It's just, you know, and see, and the fact that you know most PS5 games are uh, are going to PC anyway at this point, it's like what am I what am I paying this for 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 games that here I have, or old games that I may not, I might have already from PS4, you know? Yeah, that's the other thing. And then the, um, oh darn, I had, I had this a good point, and it popped around my head. Darn it. Yeah, but you know, it's just, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, the Disney company, uh, you know, they're raising prices on all the Hulu stuff, 
because all the oh, all, right. the, all the strikes and everything because you know they were losing money because of the, the streaming stuff. Tough times. You know, but then that, that's the problem we have with all the streaming stuff now these days because every everyone jumped the bandwagon. We were all in the in uh, in the uh, in the pandemic, whatever. And now, you know, everyone doesn't have time to watch the content, so now they're losing. Everyone's losing money now. Well, that's yeah, exactly. That's definitely part of the the problem. Question mark, and then all the Hollywood shenanigans and this and that, and it's just, it's just a mess. And everyone, and then that's the thing is, we I think we talked before multiple times on the podcast and hinted a joke at it, but once again, all these companies, these corporations, they just want give me the subscription, give me the easy money. Don't think about it. Just give me that twenty bucks a month, and you know, off cool money in my pocket. You don't have to think about it. Don't have to convince anyone. It's once again the Netflix plan, and uh, it's working well for Netflix, and everyone wants the Netflix model. So, yeah, but no, I, I'm not giving in. And even Netflix, it's only. Only because uh, we have family members who uh, enjoy their Netflix is why we still have the Netflix. But uh, no, mom and dad ain't playing PlayStation, so I have control on that one. So no, thank you very much. Go fuck off. But, but wait, wait, but wait, but whenever the PlayStation portal's coming out, you know, Ray. Uh huh. Speaking of which, that was my last bit of news. So yeah, that's that's gonna save us all. That's yeah. Uh huh. Because yeah, this is definitely gonna make me want to subscribe back to the Plus membership. Sure. So, PlayStation Portable, for those who don't know, uh, is the, <laughs> I don't know, bad well, Switch no, equivalent. You know, it's the PlayStation Portal. Yes. Yeah, play- Portable is two different things. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, okay. All right. So, the Portal, excuse me, uh, is coming out on November 15th of this year, and it will be $200. And you're probably asking yourself, so what is this little <laughs> handheld device that is $200? Is uh-huh. it is it like the Switch and you can play games wherever you like? Nope. Fuck you. Nope. It's you gotta be on home and you gotta be on Wi-Fi. So hopefully your Wi-Fi signal is pretty good, folks. If not, you might want to upgrade if you actually want to use this device in your own house. Uh, like I'm like uh, Todd Howard said earlier about Starfield this earlier this week's like, well, upgrade your PC. Well, there you go. Uh, it's like, well, thank you for the genius. Uh huh. That's uh huh. So the PlayStation Portal. I'm going to keep calling portable without thinking about it. i got to focus on this. Because uh-huh. at least the PSP is actually all right. Hey, ho! Oh. Well, at least you can at least play games on it. Yeah, and, and you can take it wherever it. you want. What an idea. And actually play other one. Okay. So what this thing is, it is a, like I said, Wi-Fi device. It is an 8-inch an LCD screen. It runs at 1080p, 60 frames per second, ideally is what the Oh, tell me more. It's I know. It's... Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard because here's here's the problem is we get farther and you know with all our our 4K monocles and our our HDR and our Dolby Vision and sound and audio Atmos and this and that. So it's like it's like 1080p. What is this? The Nintendo Switch? What are we back in you know six years ago? It's it'll be I guess to be fair I guess that's oh that's 720 to be 10. but you would think yeah. after all these years and PlayStation especially knowing what they did with the Vita while Nintendo was playing with their 3DS you'd expect kind of a better higher spec but no we're back to LCDs and 1080p so already kind of off-putting it's Wi-Fi only so you can't take this on the bus or anywhere else where you don't have a Wi-Fi signal so once again house only and uh it does have an audio jack so if those who still rock in the old headsets you're good to go but for those who toss them away because no one else uses them anymore these days you're fucked because you can't use Bluetooth headsets on this thing because fuck you you got to spend the extra 
$200 and get the Pulse earbuds that come out, I think, the same time. So, yay, if you if you don't, <laughs> your expensive Air Apple AirPods are worthless now, too. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, oh, even better yet is that you can't even use, uh, can't even stream even the Goofy Cloud games on it. Oh, right. Uh, you can't even, yes. All their, their... All that part. Yeah. Even better. All the, so that, uh -huh. that money you spent earlier to subscribe. To plus. You can't do shit. doesn't do shit for you because you can't stream it on this thing anyway. So why make this thing at all? It does seem, and especially at 200, like 200, because like that's what, $100 away from being a Switch? That's a lot of money. And then like, there's so many, like, I mean, there's the, I mean, now there's the, the Steam Deck, right? Which is, what's how much, how much is a Steam Deck? Three Fifty, maybe. You think so? Something like it. that. And now, now there's like you could buy refurbished ones, so now you get closer to that two hundred dollar price tag. Is I just I don't know who is this for? Especially then you could play the big PlayStation games on PC anyway. It is uh five hundred twenty nine dollars. The Steam Deck. The cheapest one? Uh, cheaper one's four hundred dollars. There it is. I only six for gigs, so you're not gonna get that. Well, I'm well. You could. I mean, it's got more power than probably this thing's got. As EMC, not even uh, MVME. Well, so we could fix that in post. But like, you're you're getting more out of your money. I would argue because, like I said, you could get a, like a refurbished one, probably like to three hundred dollars back to switch prices. I just, I don't know who's out there who's like, man, I really wish I could play Spider Man on the go, but not really that far on the go. <laughs> yeah, I, I I could play over my TV at the. You know, the TV I'm not watching playing my game on. What? Like, it maybe if it was at least if it was an OLED screen, maybe that would be because you know maybe not everyone's upgraded to an OLED screen because it's not you know super cheap and not feasible for everyone to make that jump. So at least like it's oh if I get an OLED on the portable, oh that's nice. But it's like no, it's not even that. So it's like oh well is it is it a higher resolution? It makes less sense, but it's still nope. It's only 1080p. Yes, I guess technically that's a little bit better, but. Out of an eight-inch screen, I don't know if you're going to see that much of a difference between 720 and 1080. To be honest, maybe I don't know, but it's just like I said, you can't take this on the go. You can't play. You, I don't think you could play. play oh, you can't play on the go. To me, like play on the go is the whole the goddamn point. <laughs> like it's just like that's all you need to hear for me not to be sold, at least personally. Because to me, if like I, if I had this thing, I want to play like you know maybe I'll play the new Spider-Man and I don't know Resident Evil 4 or whatever but then also hey I want to play some Ape Escape I want to play some Mega Man X some RE1 or whatever on the go that'd be nice to have that catalog in my pocket but no you can't do that but on the Switch you can so maybe save the extra $100 and go get a Switch hell you probably get a used Switch for $200 so just do that if all you have is $200 well don't worry, though. Five and sixteen going on PC will definitely not change any of that whatsoever. No. Uh huh. Uh, cause I guess I felt bad for Frank. So I guess I'm franking this real quick. Uh, so they they said there's gonna be a PS PC version of Final Fantasy sixteen. Shocker. And also gonna have two DLCs planned. Oh for boy. This game. So there. Now I cover both our other hosts. There you go. We're people not here. By the way, I maybe should mention. Uh, normally there's more than two of us on this podcast, but. It's a very unique episode, as we kind of teased early on. So, uh, it, welcome to the news focus episode. And then uh, hopefully uh, next time we'll be more. Uh, I won't sound like this as bad, and we'll have more people, and we'll have more fun, and talk about more silly things. So yeah, that's the thing. By the way, uh, so uh, do you have any more news? Because I got, I have, I found some good, a good bit right here. Oh god, well I'm out of news, so that's it for my news. Uh, whatever you got, hit me. 
All right, to end the new segment and how to close this off. Oh, God. Uh, so Skull of Bones apparently lost his director again. Creative <laughs> director. Uh-huh. And, and, and there's no date for the game. For, but that was the date last year, right? Or for next year, right? Mm. Uh, there is no date anymore. And uh, this, game, this game should also be done. Another. Something else that should should just die also in the sunset. Just end oh. it. Just, just end it already. Just like this goofy game. All I can say is... True sorrow. We failed. Like this. We have failed. Let <laughs> the like misery take like... over. Time to put on the mask. Put on the clown mask and off we go. Yeah, so I guess that ends our new segment, I guess. What a... What a way to what a way to go! What a way to go, indeed. Before we get into uh, our weeks, I guess we'll do a quick commercial break, and I'll be right back. So, if you have to use the bathroom, now's the time to go, folks. <laughs> See, now that one you got. That one you got. Yeah, that 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 one. I got that one. It's there. I've never. I don't know why to, like, I never forget. I'll never to like near the beginning of it, the longest time to right now. But then we were watching during when it was on TV, so I guess that didn't help. Ah, uh, anime on television. What a crazy idea! Yeah, who else will watch like two o'clock in the morning to w- try to watch the show or finish the show that we're, we're watching? Didn't even tell anyone about it. Just oh, here it is. Oh, would you like to see the last arc? Oh, well, here it is. Two o'clock. Two o'clock on a Saturday. Fuck you. All right, well, set the DVR. Thank God for the DVR existed, because that wasn't going to happen. See, kids these days, right? Kids don't understand how hard it was to watch watch anime. You have to know about it, know when to show on TV, have a DVR. Now you just binge watch the whole damn season over the weekend. And choose whatever uh, you want subtitles or dub. Subtitle, it, you know? yeah, subtitles dub. We got both, and it's all it's all in HD. It's crystal clear. You don't got to fetch no discs. You don't got to buy a hundred fifty dollar uh, box sets. You don't have to spend forty dollars for four episodes. These goddamn kids. Uh-huh. But now, but no, but you know, you're not going to wait in submission. It's like, well, it's here. I'll just watch. I'll just watch all of it out. I'll just watch it right now. Thanks, Netflix. Oh, well. All right. I think we're done with our old man rant. What are we doing next? All right. Uh, we're going to our weeks. Uh, I'll start kick us off by saying I played too much uh, Honkai Star Rail, and uh-huh. I literally, completely am done with that game for now. Ran out of waifus? <laughs> Actually, no. I gave a bunch of husbandos instead, which I don't know if it's good or bad. Uh, are they level five, though? That's what matters. That's the most important part here. Uh-huh. But, you know... No, but I I guess you no. Know, I waited for new content. I finished new content, and it says, "Come find us. Uh, next update hits in thirty days." I went, "Cool." So, I guess my trailblazing journey stops here. Uh huh. It's a small train. It's a small galaxy. It's a little yeah, galaxy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The track. The track has to be built. You know, right? The track. The track has space, to be built. The space yeah. railways. Yeah. Uh, space uh, elevators. Uh, yeah, you know, we gotta. Uh, so that's, yeah, space elevators. Space. There's too many things about space. You know? A lot of space. Got a lot. Of, a lot of space out there. Uh, not a space on your hard drive, perhaps. Hey, oh. Uh, are, you, are you winning? Are you winning, brother? Have you having a good time? 
How, have you, told, was, have you was, given them all I, your I money yet? Give them your social security number while you're at it? Um, no no one's that good. I mean, you know, there's, I guess the uh, most have been playing most of his free stuff I get from playing things. So, and somehow I managed to luck out and got some of the players I guess are very hard to get. Hmm. Or characters, question mark? Somehow. The gotcha gons have looked down on you with favor? I guess. People are upset, apparently, because apparently I pulled, like, a certain character was supposed to be, like, a zero point, you know, let, no percentage, whatever. One, zero, 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 zero. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's like, oh, I guess. But, you know, it's like, I guess, you know, was, you know, it's, you know, I mean, he's fine, but, you know, it's like, if I was I was hoping for the other one. Anyway. Uh, now we know what team you play for. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, I would consider if I put myself in the quarter, so I'm gonna be quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So other games, fine. You know, I'm having it's better leveling up characters in this game than comparing against your impact. Still, uh, you could literally set and forget, and you could do other things while your, you know, your characters are leveling up. I guess just grind away. Just, yeah, just grind away, and, and it may well in the new update it made it a lot easier to. Store energy so you could, you know, you could do more. Keep up-go. playing. Yeah, keep playing without, without having to, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Spend, spend I remember the energy. I love like the old green. We're all, everyone looking at the table at the at the at the mobile gaming system. Okay, we're all gonna call it energy. Yes, okay, energy. We're all gonna run Uh-oh. low on energy. Well, you got like AP. You got you know EP energy, like you said. Trailblazer, trailblazer power, which is in this game. You know, you name it, you know, it's like, well, the number's out. You can't play anymore until the number refills. Yeah, so you haven't so given just yet? Still, you're holding strong? How much longer? Uh, probably until next update, because, uh, well, there's a couple, what is it, no, uh, Fire? I think Fire. There are a couple characters I can use, because I don't have enough of those character attributes. That makes any sense. Fire skills? You know, because, like, you know, there's Fire, Water. Got no Charizards on your uh, team? Sorry. Sorry, my bad. There's fire, there's water, there's imaginary. There's imaginary? Quantum. Yeah. I would argue uh, they're all imaginary. I mean, you're, you're, not, you're not wrong, but, you know, mm-hmm. there there's six different types, you know, because they're all different. There's They do seven different types of damage, and they do all different fire or uh, elemental attributes. Is there a ghost type? No. Boo. I look forward to that up I guess you argue. I guess the, I guess Quantum Ten would be the ghost type technically, since it does. Who doesn't like Gengar? Gengar is great. You see him in the, in the actually, opening cutscene. Which no, there actually isn't any any Quantum characters much. I got the one character that I know of, unless apparently I played when it, the game started, could have got another one. But oh well. I guess you're just not a real fan. I guess so. I guess I should I should gone the train earlier. I guess mm-hmm. I missed that trade. Oh. Oh. Ah. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'm just coasting. I I guess I'm kind of just grinding a little bit here and like to start the day, and then kind of like cool, got my dailies, and I guess to level my battle pass and call it a day. I guess. So there is a. Fr- I was gonna ask. So there's a free battle pass. Yeah, because I guess that's what all of them do. Like, there's a free there's a free tier section. Like, you know, you can level that battle pass up. I give you a little bit, just a little taste, in case but, you want to yeah. go in. Yo. Is it yo for for ten bucks though? What do you say? Bucks, you, you, you lock the the other tier. Another tier is all the good stuff, like you know, more fuel, more no stuff you could use to let your characters. It's like going, 
Maybe if I get to level 30, maybe. Because if you get level 30, you get a persona or what they call light cone. I guess that's what you... What? A light cone? Yeah, light cone. I prefer a waffle cone myself. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But no, that's basically because every every character you had to put... No, you had to put relics. You had to put in a light cone, which is basically their persona, per se. And then... uh, and then you level up the light cone and you level up the character so that way you can do more damage. Hmm. And do, uh, curiosity, does the battle pass do the Call of Duty where if you actually complete the battle pass, they'll give you credit to then get the next one free? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, but I guess... But this is interesting because at least this pass compared to, like, to the Genshin Impact one. Hmm. At least this one gives you stuff at level 30 because Genshin Impact, you've got to play the level 50. Oh, to get anything you know, at all, even the freebies, or the, the, yeah, to get the good, uh, to get the good stuff. Because you know, there's, you now you get your credits, you get like, um, you don't get any stuff to, like to upgrade your character stuff like that, but you do get like character, because there's, there's a difference between character, like character credits, I guess, compared to like you know, hmm. elemental character, because uh, uh, like to extend characters, you need to get like certain types of like uh, ascension materials, basically. So you know, say for example, I have a fire type. I need to get books to level the character up, and then any fire uh, materials to level level the level that to the next, I guess, because it, it upgrades every ten, ten levels, I guess. So like you know, if I level ten, then or sorry, if I when I get a character level twenty, then I need to upgrade them before I go to level forty or thirty, forties. Oh, sounds a little like you know, fire emblem. So it's like it's like a level cap, I guess. Like after you get to a level cap. Then you have to ascend them to make break the level cap. A new class, if you will. Yeah. So, and... you know. But you know, like I say you get real nerd because you know, it's like you know, you know, stat, you know, the DLTs. You need to know all the number math. You know, you know, if you're no math person, you love this game. If you don't, you're not gonna enjoy this game because you no know, number percentages. Percentage. Well, you want percentages because you don't want real numbers, I guess. Because well, because someone doesn't hurt as much. Well, percentage like say like you like say you have five hundred health, right? It's better to have like fifty more health or get like five percent more health. You know, so you know, depending how your health is, you know, get more. Oh, I think I think I understand now. Yeah, no, like percentages. Like you want more percentage equipment than you want number equipment, right? Because it's a static dead number versus percentage. If I go up, then it goes up. Yeah, so you know, the higher number goes, number goes up, right? That's the name number of the game. goes up. That's the video game. Number goes up. The video game. Uh huh. So that that's what that's what we're looking for, I guess. So this whole time, brother, you're just looking for. Want to defeat them? Level up? Grind it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, especially now, I guess I have so many like say lightning characters. So, you know, I just have my when I have to grind like for a certain uh attribute i just set my team up and let let them do the work for me is there a kakashi no. equivalent mm, no boo worst game yeah i don't know there's uh well it's easy because they're all different types you know some some do like damage to all the opponents some do damage to like one one, one opponent you know it's it gets i guess nerdy up in here what <laughs> what doesn't become uh, nerdy up in here i don't know you know uh, so you know, and and it depends what you what you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to get certain 
we try and get certain materials, and you get these characters to get that material, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, that's a whole merry-go-round. To increase your chances of getting a certain someone. Yeah, because then you get, no, you get the, the, the J crystals to actually do the whole wish. No, not wish. That's Genshin Impact. The warp, I guess. Yeah, that's in Star Rails. There you go. Warp. That sounds like space warp. But at least the interesting about that one is that if you, if you, Warp so much times so as the normal warp because you know there's always a special one for like the, every season or you know we even call it. Mm-hmm. If you played a regular one, if you warp so much times, they give you a free character. Uh, okay, well I don't know. I know where Picard's always going to warp nine. Now it makes sense. He's trying to just grind out and home car star rail. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know it depends. You know it's you know it's like character. You know it's the whole numbered thing. You know right? It's the whole numbers meeting. Mm-hmm. What am I doing here? What am I fighting for? Well, no, I got I you. Guess for, for what? Number. What am I fighting for? You ask, I deliver. The, num- the numbers, zero. The numbers. That's what we're fighting uh, for, zero. Uh, so you know, like I said, I'm having fun, but you know, I guess I'm gonna start. I guess, well, I have no choice. I have to dial it back. Mm-hmm. The next, the next update, I guess. Or go more all in. Because uh, I think the next update, uh. We got another new land, I guess, because I guess this land's very small. Apparently. Small land. Small land. And we're only at sort of 1.4. So I don't know. I th- it's weird how compared to like the other one, it's a little different. Hmm. But you know, you know, I guess I'm still like, gonna back off and then just you know try to focus on other games like Bouncer 15, which I know I should really go back to someday. Sure. Sure, you will. Uh, so that's my first item. Uh, I guess you. What, uh, I guess what's what's one of yours? I guess. Well, let's see here. I've been, uh, as you can tell, I maybe have not been. Uh, uh, let's just say I've been under the weather, perhaps, for a while. Well, School out for the summer. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I've had some more free time uh, to play some video games and watch a lot of stuff. Uh, so first two things I want to talk about are the usual suspects I've mentioned before on the podcast. One being uh, Resident Evil for the remake and Fire Emblem Engage. Let's talk remake. (laughs) Perhaps. For me, my second playthrough, it feels like it is. Uh, I'll focus on Resident Evil 4 because that's a little bit easier. Um, so I finally put some hours into it, despite I've had the game since day one. But me, my silly rule of only playing at dark with the lights uh-huh, off. Ooh, I know. I, I, I know. Uh, always spooky. Only, only with the headphones on. It, only when pretty it, much. Like get, a, the skeleton, get the skeleton out, you mm-hmm. know. And, it, and it's funny because, like, once again, RE4 is really not that scary, but they try. They try a little bit here and there with a couple cheap jump scares, which I'm like, yeah, I see what you did. All right. All right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, and, yeah, as a game, I've mentioned it before, and I keep – the sad part is, like, I keep playing it. I'm having a good time. But part of me is like, oh, I'm waiting for them to ruin it. When are they going to ruin it? It's around the corner. They're going to ruin my RE4. I can see, feel you it. you can't play games. You can't play – like, you're – you're waiting for, like, the uh, Resident Evil 3, aren't you? You're waiting for that. Maybe. And maybe. there it is. That makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Boy, the RE3 make was, once again, as a person, not much never, nostalgia. It's a different team, though. Remember. Uh-huh, and that's, that's true. This is the RE2 team. And the remake of RE2 is quite, quite, quite good. Uh, and sure enough, they've, they're delivered it so far. Uh, I've made my way uh, basically before the island, uh, for those who are familiar with the Resident Evil 4 plot, and it is interesting because it, I said it before last time, and I'm still keep saying it. Of like, is this how the original goes? I feel like 
they made change. Uh, there's obvious changes they definitely have made. Um, uh, in particular, the I keep forgetting what his name is, but the uh, scientist, questionable Joker character that pops in and out in the original game. He has much more of a significant role in this game, and they kind of build his character and explain him a lot more naturally and better in this remake versus the original. The original, it's like, well, if you read the document, I guess it explains what he's doing, why he's doing what he's doing. But in this game, it's a little bit more obvious and just flat out tells you. And I kind of appreciate that because <laughs> the original RE4, like, it's amazing. It's one of the greatest games of all time, don't get me wrong. But the story aspect was always been a bit of a head scratcher uh -huh. because you're just Leon Kennedy, who apparently now works for the president which is a bit huh like last time he was just like a street cop on day one and it was like the worst day of his life and everyone's life in general that day in raccoon city and then he just starts off as like this super cool badass kind of i don't know 007 kind of bullshit thing happening in re4 um but in this game they do a better job explaining it and setting it up and it feels more natural and it, they keep delivering that with Leon's character. Uh, like I said, with the, the, I keep forgetting his name. I think it's Lewis. I think it's the name of the character. Uh, even the president's daughter, Ashley, she's not as God awful as she was in the, Leon. So uh -huh. it's, it's, it's interesting and impressive to see the, it's like these people, they played the original, they understand the good points, of the original and said, let's incorporate all that and let's build upon that. And it's just mm -hmm. impressive because it, they just keep doing it. Every time I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that was a good bit from this game. But in this remake, they somehow like kicked it up a notch and it's like, God damn, that's, that's good ideas. This is, this is good. I, I agree with every decision they've made so far. And not very often do I find myself agreeing with all these, you know, choices, if you will. And yeah, they're just kind of knocking out of the park and uh, they're taking everything that the original game was and expanding upon it and making it better and more interesting and more exciting. And just like I said, the storytelling alone is just significantly better, which, as I mentioned before, I was a very story focused person. I, I appreciate quite a bit since I'm that one guy who plays the RE games for story. I don't know why, but I well am. Their story? Exactly. There's... The with yes, I know, and you say that with lines like this. Don't open that door. I I I it's something about it. But anyway, it's really good. I'm having a good time. Um the gun upgrades are very satisfying when you get the money and you collect the items. Uh it does a very good job of like uh it, it can hold your hand if you want to hold your hand, referring to like, oh, did you miss this ammo clip? Uh, did you collect this item and treasure? Um, which I know some people, you know, they're a bit of a completionist, so it's kind of it's a nice, good, satisfying uh, feeling. They add more side quests I mentioned before with the little tasks, which again gives you the the different uh, jewels, which then you can upgrade or trade up for interesting new items that will help you on your quest. Uh, it's just like I said, the original game, but pretty much better in every way i would argue at this moment in time uh, so i no play the old game anymore you say <laughs> toss the game in the trash it's trash now it's garbage forget it throw it away throw it away with your copy of persona 3 because the persona 3 reloaded is going to change our mind i guess uh but yeah it's really good uh i'm having a very good time uh the snappy dialogue with all the one-liners is, is still there and like i said they even add upon it uh, I, they actually explain Krauser a little bit better 
I was very confused playing the original RE4. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, was he in Raccoon City? Did I did I miss this part of the? Was this like uh, with with well, uh, see, Hunk or something? Look, Who's this guy? What the look, fuck's this guy? Look at the background, right? See, look at the background. See that guy right there? That's him. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Is like, was he like a guy in the back that I missed in like RE like two or three or something? Like, I'm thinking, and like, no, he's just a brand new character that they just terribly, terribly introduce. But in this game, they actually it it makes more sense and flows more naturally. So it's just like little things like that. It's just like, oh, thank you, thank you, because like I said, the story is a little rough. It's great, it's fun. It great, it, they're great set pieces to shoot some zombies in. But uh, as a as a story focused thing, it's kind of a nightmare. But uh, like I said, they're fixing all that in this this big old DLC patch in 2023. Um, so yeah, if if you're hesitant, uh, don't be like I was. Don't be a fool. Pick it up. It's it's really good. Uh, so yeah, I have a good time with that. And then the other game I want to talk about, which I've mentioned before, is Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, so I have been uh, playing, this is my second playthrough for those who haven't been keeping up with the podcast. And uh, I'm playing on hard mode with classic mode on because I'm a true Fire Emblem fan. It's classic mode or nothing. Or you hate yourself, depends how you look at it. And I do sometimes, this is true. This is definitely true on hard mode. Um... And I'm probably maybe a little over halfway through the game, the original story, but right now I'm tackling the DLC missions and I have completed the, I guess the non-story DLC missions that, inqui- that, uh, uh, that, uh, deal with all the different, uh, bracelets with all the mm-hmm. old Fire Emblem characters like Hector and there's Krom and Camilla, for those familiar with the Fire Emblem games, you can add them to your party and have them as your, like I said, they're they're not rings. They don't break up the original story, but they're bracelets. But they basically function as the rings, but once again, don't break mm. the story. Um, but it's kind of fun and neat. Uh, if you have the right character, so once again, I think I mentioned this, like, so if you bring Lynn and you go to the Hector map, they'll have a little special unique conversation if you bring them together in battle. Same thing with Lucina and Krom, with Robin and so on and so forth. So it's pretty fun to see all the unique dialogue if you are familiar with these characters, which I indeed am, because once again, I'm an old school Fire Emblem fan. Uh, So I finished all those. They were tough. Uh, though luckily for me, nothing was tougher than the Awakening map with fucking Robin, the little tactician, little shit, giving me all that bullshit to deal with. But uh-huh. I, I took care of him, and, and he's joined the party one way or another. He will join the party. Um, and the other ones are pretty easy with the uh, with the Fates and the uh, what's Veronica from Heroes, which I'm like, oh right, the two seconds I played Heroes. Uh, so she's there and she does basic, she summons characters like, oh, it's like weird to have like a little gotcha feature in this game, but here's the gotcha now. So maybe, maybe you'll enjoy her and your party miles. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, I focus on that. And then after f- completing that, I decide now to tackle the, the story DLC missions that are, <laughs> they're very kind of. I'll be honest, they're just bad. They're real bad. And they're oh, okay. bad on multiple levels. So it, what happens in the story thing, it's basically an alternative universe where, oh, the 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 divine dragon of this world has died and you have been summoned to replace them and help them save this other world, which is funny, funny, because like you're in the middle of saving your own world, but now apparently you got time to save someone else's world. It's kind of jarring when you do it in the middle of the, the campaign, but I guess that's what we're at. And... um you meet these uh, these two twin uh, 
fell dragons. It's all, you know, and it's always topsy. It's very, um, what's the Star Trek? I forgot the, the mirror world. Is that what they call it in Star Trek? Oh, yeah. The mirror world. The one with the with evil goatees. The evil you goatees. You can't trust people with goatees. Goatees are evil. Those damn hippies. Uh, and that's what basically what happens is you bump into all your friends. But, of course, now they're all evil because for reasons that are barely explained. And sometimes they're kind of interesting because you hear the voice actor that you're kind of used to because, you know, it's a 100-hour campaign, right? And to hear them, like, now be all sinister and evil is sometimes interesting. But sometimes it's just kind of cheesy and bad. So it's, it's a mixed bag regard to that. Uh, but the thing is, is like the problem is the two, your two. So, okay, here's so it's a multiple layers. Uh-huh. So, the first layer is all the things you've been working on on the main campaign don't exist. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, all your weapons, your skills, no, your skill, no, no, correction, the skills do transfer over. So, that is like the one thing that transfer over, but your levels, um, your weapons that you might have increased, the class changes you've made on certain characters uh-huh. no longer apply and cool. makes half your party worthless. Uh, okay. And it just becomes harder already off the bat with just that alone. And I'm like, I'm playing this on hard, so it's even harder than normal, significantly, I would argue. So not only is your whole party that you've known your whole time just garbage now, but on top of it, the two new characters they force upon you or even worse than they are by like significant margins. And one is literally useless. If you send them in to fight, they will die in one hit. And of course, if they die, you you have to use the time thing to reverse it or it's game over. So they're worthless. And the other sibling is only slightly better where maybe they could kill a weakling after you beat them to a pulp and then they could finish them off. And no one levels up. Uh, uh, emblem uh, bonds do not increase during these missions. It's very, it feels like a dead campaign and just kind of fucking tedious and boring and not like it's challenging, but not good challenging. It's just cheap, uh, tedious, challenging bullshit because they give you worthless characters. They give you a worthless party that you've already worked very hard. spent a lot of time on to make them decent on your current story campaign. And now they're fucking garbage. Fucking Anna's still a warrior clan still using mm-hmm. like characters. Like, anyone who knows the game, you would never keep them in this class, but in this story DLC, you're just forced with them. And it, 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 like I said, it just becomes hard, but it becomes tedious, not hard or not challenging, satisfying hard. It's just dumb, stupid, cheap, boring, long-winded, ugly, boring fights. And that's what you have to do to win this game on hard mode. Because I've stuck with hard mode because Frank uh-huh. said it was difficult and like a lunatic. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll see about that. And uh-huh. he's not wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's right. It is hard. But I am still determined to beat it on hard. And so far, I'm doing it, but by the skin of my teeth. And the extra weird thing about... I guess it's good for me, but kind of, like, just dumb and pointless, just, like, all the story DLC bullshit, is mm-hmm. I'm playing, like I said, I mentioned before, I'm playing on hard with classic mode on. But for whatever reason, the classic mode doesn't apply to this campaign so if people die or are they're supposed to die they actually don't die so it's one of those like i guess i'm happy they don't die but also it's like then what's the goddamn point also if they don't stick to the same game mode i start off with the story campaign so 
it's just kind of weird, but I guess it makes my life easier because if not, I would have to redone. I, I would have to redone certain masks because I technically would have lost characters. They stay dead, but luckily for me, I guess they don't. So I was able to beat several maps knowing that. And I feel like you kind of have to know that information because uh -huh. it almost seems impossible to beat certain characters without losing someone because they're just that hard on hard mode. And especially, like I said, with the shackles with like i said no one no one bond goes up i don't like not ugh, it's just it's like i said it's just tedious it, it and sounds, boring it sounds like it's not like you're not having a good time with this thing i mean i'm I, like i'm really like i said the challenge for me is because frank said it's hard and it's impossible and i'm like oh yeah that's my enjoyment beating this oh, man, uh, but that's it like it's a third party it, it's, it's not the game it's not the game makers it's not the developers now the strategy it's gone out the window they do everything it's so cheap they, they let the enemy reinforcements all the time they have the special purple fog what makes them practically invincible to kill when they're in the purple fog and like i said you can't increase bond stuff so it's like hopefully you have you, Honestly, this DLC needs to be done after you beat the original campaign or at least collect the rings again without getting too many spoilers because right now, like I'm in the middle of the story campaign, so I don't have as all the emblem rings as I should or I would argue you, I would recommend to have to do this DLC on hard mode. So it just becomes harder and harder and tedious. <clears throat> uh, it, it sounds like, like it, it seems like kind of a pain. Yeah, it's a pain. Yeah. It really is. Like, because I, I think that's kind of an issue with Fire Emblem. Sometimes I feel like when they reach the difficulty, it's not really like say like, oh, these guys going more strategy, you know, beat you, whatever, right? I feel like it's always like, uh, we're gonna throw a bunch of shit at you, and good luck surviving this. The DLC, all the DLC does feel more like that. That's true. The original story does is more of a good challenge, satisfying challenge. But the DLC is just cheap and it's kind of because you just have to wait because it's like, well, I can't move forward because if I move forward, I'm going to get killed because they have the enemy has nothing but advantage, advantage, advantage. So it's like, all right, you just wait, 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 next turn, wait, 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 next turn, wait, 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 next turn. And then you kill them like the la literally the last map. I had to keep healing the main character because they were in jail basically and it just uh, meant like i lot it was just it was just so boring it just wasn't fun it wasn't challenging and it was just you tedious anything, you get anything out of this at the end of the day like you get something to bring back with you to i regular fucking game? hope so i don't know but i fucking better because right now i'm uh, uh, oh boy guys that was fun let's go back to the normal and play the actual game i hope any progress things like that i did it's actually pointless that's the thing is a lot of it is pointless because like i said it doesn't transform back to the story mode so i don't know <laughs> i hope i get something that's worth my while but honestly <clears throat> you get an achievement you know you get like look you get no, a gold you get, star you get, a pro, you get a profile pick oh my god you get something like so like here you unlock the music from the first game it's like yeah like, i don't know but hopefully something changes because it's 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 bad uh, and I don't recommend it for most people. Honest, if people, uh, honestly, I would say unless there's something really good you get acquired, and I don't know, I haven't looked it up. If you get shit out of doing it, just play the DLC maps to unlock the characters. Don't bother with the story stuff. It's just not worth it. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It's just cheap, cheesy, and, 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 and never matters, right? Like you said, also that too. Mm -hmm. So. 
that would be my recommendation regarding the DLC. But we'll see. I think I have one more mission left. to. I hope so, because like I'm just done with it. Story-wise, I'm just done with it, because it's just so boring and uninspiring, too, on top of it. It's very cheap. It's like... It's just cheesy. It's very fucking cheesy. Everyone, everyone's bad because it's fun to be bad, but they're not even like good at being bad. They're just like, haha, I'm the bad guy now because the script says I'm the bad guy. Ho ho ho. So yeah. So you're telling me you can't wait to finish this game and move on. Uh-huh. So that's it for this week. I look forward to talking more with Frank next time on the podcast to get his uh-huh. thoughts on it. Hopefully by then I will got, finish it. Yeah, both of you could shake your head at each other going like, what are we, what are we doing? Then he could what did he say he was gonna call me chief or something what did he say if i beat it in hard mode yeah uh he's it you're gonna call you something at the end if i remember correctly but you know so i look forward to getting this this nickname or title i will inherit apparently and because of that i will go beyond pretty much pretty much all right back to you miles what else you've been doing this week uh let's see uh the other i've been doing because uh i could and i have the visual novel for it Oh God! Uh, so I, it was not visual. My bad. I mean, a light novel. Oh, 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 much better, much better. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so I read uh the Empress of Shadow. Oh, this is the anime thing, or well, uh-huh. uh well, I guess I guess I did watch some of the anime, but you know, it's just like the no, it's just the same. You know, it's like well, that's usually no, the idea. Uh, question no, mark. No. Uh, and it'll be kind of it's kind of terrible. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so basically this is, uh, yet another isekai story. My favorite. You know, cause you know, we can't do anything without having someone, someone has to die before we get powers. Someone has to die to live. Uh, so we meet our, I guess, our, our hero question mark. And, you know, I guess hmm. you argue more like a, like a shadow mastermind or that's what he calls himself. Hmm. Uh, Sid, which I'm pretty sure someone's. Someone, someone in, in the some the author play a lot of video games, you know, by a bunch of other names that I'll mention top of my head. Shocker. Uh, uh, so uh, basically, our he doesn't want to be the hero, but he doesn't want to be the villain. He wants to be the shadow master behind. Okay. So you know, he wants to be like yes, the guy behind the scenes, the guy who like you know, the I puppet guess, master. Yeah, no, that's what he wants to be. You know, he wants to be controlled, but also look like a, like I'll just me just. I'm just a dumb idiot over here. Look at me. I'm just, I'm a nobody, but I'm the real guy behind the dumb everything. You know, I guess that's like his stick. Mm. Uh so basically, you know, he uh he you know, he he dies some by by axe or something like that, and he's now reincarnated to this world and now he has magic. So because now he has magic now he can be the 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 uh shadow puppet master of his dreams. Hmm. And so he basically, uh, you know, he trains secret at night, or no, I guess kind of like Batman, kind of like he he trains like while no one's looking, I guess. But hmm. you know, to an everyday person, oh, it's just me. I'm uh, I'm just you know, a bumbling old man with, you know, my older sister who's better than I am. I'm not good as her or as particular he is, but no, not me. You know, so it's me. Uh, your casual Joe, you know, just a passerby, I guess. Is he like a noble or something? This fantasy world. Uh, yeah, but you know, it, I guess it it doesn't really matter. Mm, I'm just kind of, you know? I'm assuming because I'm thinking generic fantasy world, and I figure, well, he's got to have some kind of power and influence, like Bruce Wayne, in order to even try to even become Batman or whatever he's trying to do. Well, see, that's the thing, because he kind of like the the story kind of jumps like years. So like you know like like you start up when the the story starts off he's like 
basically reincarnated, mm-hmm. jumps jumps like uh, ten years, and then jumps three and five years after that. So like you know, it's a lot of time jumping around here. Apparently. Uh, so basically, you know, he learns magic. Uh, he rescues. Uh, I guess there's like these. Uh, uh, like cult, or I guess cult of diabolos, he calls them. Uh, but you know, he, he think he he made up in his head, I guess. You know, like a, like a he made a fake enemy or something like that. Like he tells everybody, uh-huh. like I watch it, but these people actually are real. <laughs> okay, you so know? he make but a no, fake. But, uh, hmm, okay, you know, but 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 he he thinks it's a joke, I guess. You know, because you know it's all like he's not a very he's into being grandiose, I guess. Like you know this. You know, I want to look like, you know, I, I pull it off at the same time to be like a well, final stage play or, you know, like, you know, to look like visually stunning or something like that. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's not into like planning things out. So that way, you know, it looks cool at the end, though. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so basically he rescues like, uh, I guess, <laughs> somehow a squad of girls because, you know, of course, anim- anime. anime as uh I guess they're his uh, part of what they call the Shadow Garden. Garden. There you go. Uh, and, and so they pretty much are off to fight against uh, uh, the Cold Diablos, which he and to him, as I guess uh, according to you, as a reader, you know, he made up in his head. Uh, he just says, said off the cuff, right? Like some, yeah, yeah, these guys, we gotta fight against them because I want to be a Shadow Master. So we're gonna, well, we're off against this cult that's going to destroy the world, whatever. But according to this world, that cult actually exists. Like the same name and everything. Yeah, but you know, and but no, he's when you because the story switches between being third person and being first person. Oh. So so you know it goes on and like you you like you kind of like you know every chapter or every like I guess segment break I guess which is between third and first. So in, in first person you're 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 reading as as him how he understands what's going on. Uh huh. And then in third person mode, it gets you see how everyone else in reality is actually seeing it. Hmm. So you know, it's a. I guess it's a very interesting going back and forth. I guess that's not very common. This is true. Uh. So basically, you know, when you're in his perspective, you know, he's making things up on the fly because it sounds cool to him. You know. Mm-hmm. He's doing things for the grandiose for the you know, but it look cool when I show up at the end and I I do the thing. You know. So he's tuxedo mask. Yeah, but he's doing it, you know, for I guess shits and giggles, right? Or he's doing it for like, for a grandest effect to be like, you know, aspiring or whatever to be the, like I said, the the master in the, uh, his, of the shadows, I guess. Uh huh. But according to everyone else, you know, these people actually exist. They do kill people. They do bad. They things. do terrible. They, they do bad things. But to him, it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm, not, I, yeah, sure they do. Yeah, you know. No, he doesn't take it. He doesn't take it seriously, but he takes it seriously because he wants to be. He wants to be an actor. Yeah, but you know these actually are things happening. It's I fucking guess. Iron Man three. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, I guess that's uh, your favorite yeah, movie. Uh huh. Yeah, so you know, like I said, the story. You know, it's. I guess. Uh, you know, it follows him going to the school and trying to to be a nobody, but to be a somebody in the, like in the dark, in the night. I guess because he even has the whole like. I call it like the loosh kind of thing going on, you know, with the whole cape, black, black cape. mask, trying too hard. Yeah, yeah, you know, look at this, look at this emo guy over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and of course, all all his, uh, I guess his 
female team, I guess. Also the same thing, but you know they, you know they're believed to him because you know he saves them like you know over the course of years or whatever. So you know they, they'll fall his cause to the end, whatever. What nice ladies. But you know, but, you know, but, you know in his head, you know he, he's just making it so because they sound cool to him, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so like the way how he, he approaches the world is like like yeah sure, I meant by this. Oh so, yeah sure and this. That sounds like a good idea to say out here, and uh, I'll look like a cool person. But, you know, there is a consequence to everything he's doing, I guess. So, also you know. Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I guess that's a way to, yeah, I guess a way to phrase it. <laughs> but, you know, overall, like I said, it's very, uh, there's a lot of blood going around. Oh. You know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of, like, sword, like, people die. People, people die. People die people, when they're you killed? When they kill. You believe that? Wow. Whoa. Uh so you know they're not they're not afraid he's not afraid to like, you know, stab people or, you know, take them out. And you know, and they even do it in when like very uh according to like But does he not realize he's killing them somehow? No, he he's killing them off, right? But you know, he's doing it before like, you know like I said, he he's doing it for like, you know, to you know for grandiose to effect, you know, but he there's no everything he's like king in his head is actually becoming reality, you know? But he knows he's killing them for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not very Inspector Gadget like. Yeah. So you know, people people are no, they no, there are a lot of like you know, people are getting cut, bleed, you no, know, blood everywhere. You no, know, their their author is not afraid to you know. To... So he, I don't know. I just find it kind of jarring. He so he enjoys killing people, and he has no like ha ha ha. Oh, for my grandiose well, nonsense, well, he, I want to believe in. Well, <laughs> he, he's doing it for I guess the greater good, or trying to be like a a. Uh, a shadow master, you know, it's, it's, it's all that's all to him. That's what he, he's doing it for, like to be like the ultimate behind the scenes guy, because that's what he believed as a kid. And that's what he always wants to do. But, but magic, it sounds, you know, I don't know, it sounds like some part of it sounds funny and interesting, and parts of it sounds like nonsense. Because, like, how do you, like, if he doesn't know, like, if he's killing people and he knows he's killing people and not thinking, like, oh, these guys are great actors somehow, like, it seems like, well, so he's a psychopath, he knows he's killing people and just goes, ha ha ha. Well, but I guess you know, but also you know, like they like for example, one of the, one of the businesses that you know they're they're you know they're uh, they're masquerading as his group, I guess you know. So you know he has to take the other group out because that way you know they know his group is the real group, you know. Interesting. I don't know. It sounds like I said. I guess all that the it's place a little bit. You know, it's kind of hard. Kind of, I guess I'm trying to describe him, but it's kind of hard to you know. Because to him, you know, he's doing things because it sounds cool to him. Right. Which includes but, killing, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Or, you know, or taking bad guys out. But, you know, he's doing he's doing it like, to be cool, I guess. You know, right. Not, but he doesn't realize, you know, there actually is a cult. And there are actually people getting possessed. There are, oh, there are real consequences to his actions, I guess. I guess. So, you know, it, it's very hard to, you know, the more, it's like, the more I'm trying to scream out, it's like, no, I understand it. It's just problem is, you know me, I'm poking holes in the author being like, well, this sounds a little dumb. Why is that? Well, uh, uh, I never thought about it like that. You know, I mean, there are like cool moments, I guess, as you're, I can't even see animated, I mm-hmm. guess. But, you know, it does, it's very jarring because like, you know, for what, like, I kid you not, one minute he'll be like taking out this missionary group and trying to you know, save the uh, Save the school or say something that blows cover, or whatever. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about G strings. There you go. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. And uh, I said, just I kid you not, the man goes on for like the author goes for like three or four pages talking about 
G-strings. Women wearing G-strings and how they fit. The purpose of them. Well, and I mean, how, like, you know, too it's hard like, to figure that one out. But, you know, it's just like, I'm I'm reading it, right? You're reading, like, you know, you know, when you read it, and I was like, you know what the point of it is, but you're just like, I, I was like, I'm done with this. And, like, I want to move on, but this right. guy's still... This guy is still here talking about this. And that sounds like something I was going to say. And this sounds like something a writer would come up with because it's like they want to have their they want to make their cake and eat it, too. But it often doesn't work that way. And this is an example of that, of I want to do all these cool things, but also, I don't know, these weird things that maybe I'm into or not into, but probably am that I'm going to waste everyone's time talking about because I think it's funny and cool and maybe a little horny. Yeah. And I said, and I, I don't know how, you know, and because I watched like maybe the first arc of the anime, I guess, was like three or four episodes. Uh-huh. And it is hard to because I feel it's like the... Reminds me of uh, Sora Online. Uh-oh. Kind of like it's, but in a sense, you know, it's very hard to... You know, because there are moments, you know, you need like to have the protagonist's perspective on what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like without... Because obviously you can't do first person to know in a TV show, or you can't do that and do the other thing both at the same time tell that to jojo oh yeah i guess hmm well, i guess that's a good point uh-huh they pulled it off but you know if you don't do that correctly you no know, you kind of get like you know kind of like lost in like like well he looks a little crazy right to the to the viewer you know he sounds a little crazy but you know if you if you read the if you read them the sure he makes novel, more manga, sense it, it it makes better sense though if you read it though, sounds like a psychopath to be honest a guy dresses up, yeah. tell himself, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like Batman, and I'm gonna kill people." And I know I killed this person, but yeah, I'm Batman. That sounds not healthy. Yeah, I guess I was expecting more of the killing. To be honest, and thought like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the killing's where I draw the line. Like if it's more like, like, like I don't know, like I said, Inspector Gadget, and somehow he's convincing himself, like, "Oh, these are all actors," and oh, I, you know, oh, he took the blow on the hit, the chin really well that's he's a good actor this guy's a good hey, stuff and, and it's like it's like funny I'm talking about it out loud now it's like you know more the more i think about it, it's like he is kind of a psychopath that's really what it sounds real. like to me he sounds a little insane which i uh funny enough i will talk about a similar character in a show i had to have been you watching know, it's funny this reminds me like demon slayer over again oh which no we talked about we talked about it right uh-huh and then boy you point things out like you know what that's no, a good point you, no, no, no it is kind of messed up the more you think about this it. This is what I do. This is what I do. But, you know, but, but look how cool it is. This is all my English oh. degree is good for is dissecting stories and talking about them. But, but, look, but look how cool it is. And that's the classic look, anime look, look, writer. Look, 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 look at this flashy bit, though. Uh-huh. Don't question everything I'm doing. Just go with the cool bit. Look at the cool panel. It's cool. There's like a lot of modern shonen, which we talked about in this podcast. Indeed. But look how, but look how cool this is, though. Mm-hmm. And a funny thing, just before I guess end the segment, no, there's another season coming out next fall or this fall of that show. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I got to come support a madman. I don't know. I guess he's making I don't Frank know. Castle look like I, the most sanest man in the world. I guess I guess it would be Deadpool. I guess maybe that's a better equivalent. Yeah, but at least Deadpool yeah. knows he's insane. But what? I guess what person be insane? No, they're insane. Oh, that's a. Hmm. There's a, there's a, a sorry. There's like a, there's a deep thought like there. A, deep thought. Deep thought. Okay, but we have a deep thought. Uh, let's move on. Uh, uh, I guess what's another thing you've been doing? Well, I was gonna save this one for the next uh, second or next thing, but I've been watching two animes. I want to talk about that isn't One Piece related. Uh, Love Live and Idol Master. Uh, this is my segment, Miles, not yours. 
And uh, so the first one I want to talk about, which is fitting, because we've been talking about uh, questionable protagonists, but I, at least mine, I could explain why they're the way they are. So I've been watching Overlord Season 4. Um, it gets good this time. At this time, it's going to get good. So Overlord... Okay, how do I explain Overlord? So Overlord is kind of an isekai, um, but it's more of a fantasy thing, per se. The isekai part is, is in the beginning of the story, uh, there's this guy who's like a big MMO junkie who plays all the time uh, with all his friends. Um, and sadly, his favorite game is going to get unplugged for good. And so he decides to, uh, you know, play the game until they pull the plug until the very last minute. And magically, somehow, he wakes up after they pulled the plug and he ends up uh, becoming the character he plays at and this MMO and enters a fantasy world. So, Isekai, question mark? Uh, because it is another like world. Overworked over, over too. Overworked too much. Yeah, pretty much. But it it's not implied he's dead, but it's a bit of a question mark in mystery. And so this guy basically ends up in this fantasy, magical world uh, and is curious to know how did this happen and are there any other players like me in this world and what's the how did this happen? The thing is, so that is like the main focus question mark. It's almost like case closed where it's like, we got to find the, oh, the men in black. The men in black. We're, we're gonna get them, guys. We're gonna, I'm gonna find them someday. Yeah. We're gonna get to them. So it's basically like that, but just like case closed. Overlord does everything else to distract you with that main plot focus that is the whole point of this goddamn story, because uh, he has. So when he wakes up, he's in this fantasy world. All his NPCs that his he and his friends have made playing this animal have uh -huh. kind of come to life if you will and have become his like subjects and followers and are like 100% believing him in his cause and are you know 100% supportive no matter what he does right or wrong they'll do it because they just love love him every single bit of the meaning and um so Basically what happens, as the title might imply, is he is this nobody who shows up in this fantasy world and then slowly but surely over the seasons, he basically becomes like this, you know, big ruler king in this uh -huh. fantasy world and slowly kind of takes over this fantasy world. And, um, and sure enough, but it, it's interesting because it's like a comedy bit because sometimes we'll hear his inner thoughts and it's the, you know, the MMO guy, the nerd, if you will. And he's like, oh, my God, what's happening? And oh, why am I, Why are all my subject and followers just like love, kiss my boots all the time? And he really doesn't know what he's doing, but he always tries his best to like pretend he knows what he's doing. And that's where a lot, a lot uh -huh. of humor comes in because his followers will be like, oh, I see, Master. Ah, you were trying to do this, weren't you? Ah, I get it now. He's like, what? Yeah, that's, that's that's kind of like the Emerson Shadow kind of in a way, kind of like exactly. Everyone, everyone else is like on, on in. Well, doesn't know it's a bit, but he thinks it's a bit right. And they're kind of like filling in the gaps for him, right? Despite he doesn't really know what he's doing, and he, like I said, his real goal is trying to figure out is any of his friends in this fantasy world he somehow end up in, and that is the hook. But like I said it barely comes into play half the time because he's dealing with other kingdoms. He's taking over said kingdoms. He's bumping into all the different, uh, like, I guess, fantasy races of like the dwarves and the elves and everything else under the sun. You can imagine. Um, uh -huh. and that's what happens throughout the seasons. And it's this very epic tale. Uh, and I, I'm a little late to the party cause I started this, I think I started this in 2020 when once again, I had maybe a little bit more free time than usual. Um, 
And I caught up on the last season, which I think it came out last year, I want to say. Or maybe this year, one or the other. And yeah, it's pretty much more of the same. Uh, and um, I forget because sometimes you're kind of like cheering for the guy and you're cheering for these characters. You spend enough time with them and uh, the, he doesn't seem completely evil. But there are times like, oh, he's also not a good person at all because he'll just like kill people because it's like, well, I'll lose face if I if I let them live. So I have to kill him. And so he'll just kill them and then be done with it. Right. Um, So this show often can be a dark comedy uh, involves like basically slaughters of a lot of people, a lot of different creatures uh, just because of saving face or to take over just to once again to be like, oh, I wonder if I take over enough kingdoms, people will notice me and then maybe I'll meet one of my old friends perhaps in this this fantasy world I find myself in. And so, like I said, a lot of it's comedy based. Um, everyone's OP as fuck. He's like the strongest guy by a thousand million miles. It's uh-huh. like if like Super Saiyan 3 Goku showed up during like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, it's just like OP as fuck, right? Um so it's it's like I said, it's a dark comedy. You're not ever too worried about him or his followers being in a bad situation because they're all just like way o- too strong for anyone else in this universe. Despite like, well, this is the best guild in the town. This is the best fighter in our kingdom, and they're all just garbage next to him and everyone else in his squad. Um, so it, it's entertaining. It's good. Uh, the only downside is it is a very epic tale, and I <laughs> just like case closed. I have. <laughs> no idea what the ending is and where it could be and it's just one of those i hope you like the show and it's been coming out every so often like for the last i don't know decade plus now i feel like uh-huh. uh, but like i said i showed up late to the party so i've been spoiled by pretty much binge watching season one through three in the last few years and now i went through i finished season four this morning uh-huh. it's still good uh like i said it's it's more of a dark comedy uh, uh but yeah it, it it's overall entertaining but uh if you're looking for a proper ending uh good luck so hunter hunter fans rejoice check out overlord yeah just out of curiosity does he find it does uh, throughout whatever how much time this series went on does he find anybody or it's just like that's just an afterthought at the very very end of this season they hint at maybe me oh, okay. so okay, there's so something question like mark episodes, that's when it gets good yeah it's one of those so it's one of those it's like i like it i enjoy it um i think the dub is particularly funny i i watched the dub versus this i was one of the few times i prefer the dub versus the sub oh uh, it's like one of the konosuba well i mean it's, it's one of the it's the Exactly. It's a Kai Quartet, right? Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Oh, right. I forgot. I still I need to finish that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I want to finish that. I want to finish those four so I can watch that, that goofy thing because I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it does seem funny. So yeah, it's it's very good. Uh, season four didn't, you know, it just makes me go like, oh yeah, this is good. Uh, and progress does happen. It's very slow. It's like I said, it's very slow. Um, but I think it's fun. I I don't know. We're lucky if we get like a season five in like three years from now. That's like the sad part. It's like they come on from like three to five years, a new season. So uh, Ray's right there with the line. Like, okay. Gets the chair. Yeah. Right, that's what it is. <laughs> I was like, I was down and out and I'm like, well, I'm here by myself. What can I do to catch up? And I'm like, oh, Overlord, that's a show that only I've seen and I could, you know, binge watch and don't have to worry about anyone else feeling left out. So, yeah. Overlord Season 4, just as good as the previous seasons, but also the same problems as the previous seasons. But uh, yeah, that was a good time. And then speaking about another anime that I can watch with indulgence without having to worry and leave anyone behind, 
Vinland Saga Season 2, uh, uh, yes. brought to you by the, everyone's favorite studio, MAPPA, this time around versus Wit Studio from Season 1. Uh, for those who are familiar with Vinland Saga, uh, the Season 2 is a very, very different from Season 1. Season 1, uh, uh, for those who don't know, Vinland Saga is like, about like Vikings, and it's like a bit of a historical piece. Um, yeah involving Europe and kings taking over other kingdoms and this and that, but not so much over the top as Overlord, perhaps, but just as bloody uh-huh. as Overlord uh, in Vinland Saga. But in season two, uh, it's uh, the fighting and violence is no longer the focus. It more is deal with our main protagonist, Thorfinn, who is trying to deal with his demons from season one, be consumed by hatred and rage. And as he gets older, apparently he re- he regrets his youth, if you will. Um, kind of like Kenshin. Um, and yeah, but it's it's very different for those who are fans of season one. Uh, I would I would say get prepared for season two. It is very different. It is way more slowed slow down, slow pace. It's a lot like I said, more dealing with your inner demons and slavery. Um, and what does it mean to be a slave? And what does it mean to be a human being? And what does it mean to be uh-huh. a king, if you will? It deals with a bigger, you know. It's a very mind-thinking kind of season versus season one's like, I'm going to kill this guy because fuck that guy. I'm going to get revenge on that guy, and I'm going to take over this kingdom because kings and queens and rulers, and there can only be one, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very different. It's a very bigger picture, philosophy kind of piece. Um, it's, it's, It's still good. It's still satisfying. It is molasses, though. I will say, even as a slow thinker and as a person who enjoys, you know, more philosophical things, it is my fucking molasses sometimes dealing with storylines. I'm like, all right, I know the outcome. Can we just get to it already? This person's dead. Just get to his death. Let's move on. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's it's a little slow. It's overall good. Its message is clear, precise. The writer knows what they're doing. It just seems a little... Maybe, I don't know if it's more of an anime adaptation thing or maybe the author is just lingering a little longer than he wants to. I don't know which one who's at fault. But it is a little slow for my taste. Um, but overall, still good. Worth your time. Just very different from season one. And I look forward to season three, which actually will <laughs> actually start the Vinland Saga question mark without getting into spoilers. Oh, there is... There, is there something as the as the Vinland saga. There is a Vinland. It does exist, and they, in, for those who know their history and geographic, it is a real place that is uh, not too far from here, perhaps. So, yeah. uh, without getting just two spoilers, but uh, yeah, yeah but so that'll be the season three will be the real Vinland saga question mark. I, I went from one when he says the title, and like that's it. There it is. There it is. Uh, exactly. So. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. Very different, but still good. Uh, MAPPA, you know, didn't totally drop the ball. But like I said, it's not very action-focused as season one. So, and to be honest, I would argue they had this was definitely the easiest thing to knock out that season, considering they do everything else action-pack-oriented. Villain Saga season two is very slow-driven, drama-based. Um, but I do like the... I, I am a sucker for dealing with inner demons and... And ghost haunting people's past and talking to them and looking over the shoulder and talking to them, you know, very uh, Shakespearean slash maybe Edgar Allan Polish, if you will. So I do like those aspects, and that's what kept me going throughout uh, this very slow season. So yeah, if uh, uh, maybe keep enjoying Vinland Saga. And for those who have fallen asleep on Vinland Saga, maybe it's worth your time if you're looking for something a little bit more uh, interesting than your generic shonen battle series, perhaps.
And that is it uh, for my animes that is not involving One Piece this week. Back to you, Miles. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm trying. Well, I guess it's a problem I'm having, but you know, it's there is one game I'm trying to play on the PC, but you know, I could play on my phone. But, uh-oh. Uh oh. I don't know. Yeah, it's yet. Yeah, yeah. Guess what, folks? Yet another mobile game. My favorite. Uh, uh this time it's called Blue Archive. Blue. Okay, I don't even know what this is. Alright, so Blue Archive is a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this was kind of more like a tactical shooter, I guess. Tactical of course, it's a little, shooter? Well, because, well, like, you know, it's a lot like, you know, you, ha- uh, like you have to, like, you know, strategically put your units and then you have you know, use their skills and abilities on the battlefield to shoot is other units. Is it grid-based turn-based? No, it's, it has kind of like a run-and-gun, I guess is the way to put it. Like, you... You so see that formation, like, you know, like from the front, the middle, and the back, and you kind of go forward, and you, like, you know, shoot the enemies on your way going forward, I guess. It, so what, not Tom Clancy? I don't know, because I'm trying to describe it. Like, it's... Because you said I guess, tactical. Squad, Where's maybe, the tactical maybe, part? Maybe, maybe squad base, maybe? But, you know, you is it, it... Is it more... Was it Ghost Recon, or is it more fucking Call of Duty? Maybe Ghost Recon. Maybe that's a better way to phrase it. Hmm... In which, you know, you because you know, they're, oh, they're all, okay, let me rephrase this in the game. So the game is, you know, the, the world's pretty much screwed. Of course. Uh, as you do. And so you as a teacher, I guess. <laughs> teacher? Char- that's yeah, coming. That's, that's, well, you know. Uh, you are in charge of a bunch of schools, I guess, to fight against said evil, I guess. Who's this evil is my next question. Uh, that's a good question. Oh no! Is it, uh, is it all in his head too? No, it's, no, it's not all in his head. Uh, so basically, you uh, you train uh, students, but has to be all girls. Yeah. No, oh, sure. uh-huh. Now I know why we're playing uh, this. It all makes uh, sense now. Makes sense now. Uh huh. And so you know, uh, you get no, you train the students, and then they go fight out the battlefield against the evil. Go gets the evil. Go go go! It's yeah. And is it first person or third person? Uh, I guess it's third person because you're you're you know, you're you know it's like kind of like you know they're on the bat you put them on the battlefield and they kind of keep going, but not like, turn base. Yeah, so. it's kind of like, I mean it's like squad base. I'm trying to describe like how the game plays because like you set up your you know your formation and then you start the map off and they keep going forward, but you know they're like taking like uh. I guess they're like uh, taking not damage, but uh, cover and things like that, certain places, and shooting the enemies. And then you use their skills to wipe out the enemies on the map and keep going forward till all the enemies are go- are dead. So like gears, maybe. What's the maybe closest game? Because I'm still trying to picture with the we got waifu girls with guns playing in third person, but not like action oriented Call of Duty, but tactical but also somehow not turn because when you say tactical i'm thinking turn-based grid but you're saying no grid no tactics but somehow yeah, tactics. But I, I, was saying, I, made more, I, mean, I think it's more like squad based because you're making a squad i guess and you they go through a map do they have unique abilities yeah uh, yeah some no some like you know do damage certain to enemy types because like each one does certain damage towards other enemy types i guess so you know you have to get certain people on the field to do more damage or they're weak against them and then you keep, you, know, you defeat them and keep going forward, I guess. Is it like real action strategy or is it like you take control of one unit at a time? Uh, One unit at a time, I guess. Oh, God, this is okay. All right. 
Well, it doesn't matter because I, I can't get to. I've been trying to get it run on the PC because I really don't want to play on my phone because the phone, no, my phone's old. As you, you, is there an official knows. PC release or are we doing magical uh, stuff? Uh, we need magical stuff. Uh-huh. Bring blue, up my, uh-huh. my, my friend, your friend of mine, Blue Stacks. Uh-huh. But for some reason, it's, just not because happening. It, I, it's because it's AMD because you know, all computers now are AMD ones. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass to enable uh, virtualization on these things. Oh, hmm. So, you know, because, you know, I ran an issue at the other, oh, uh, over there, I guess, trying to run it. Over there? Well, you know, over there, over there. Apparently. You know, uh, on the PC, I guess, but, you know, I can't get the stupid virtualization to work on it. Hmm. You know, and so, it, it, you know, it's like, I want to talk about it, but, you know, it's, I can't get the thing to work on the PC because I, you know, as much fun as my phone, you know, I'm not going to, you know, no. You know, so, I want to have a bigger, like, see everything bigger, right? And, of course, with PC, though, the gameplay is a little more better because, you know, my it's limited by my phone because my phone's old. So it's it's a waifu elemental tactical Call of Duty game? Yeah, I guess. That's, okay. I guess All right. Well, I look forward to the anime coming out at the end of the next season. Hey. You like that one, the opening, though, that other one, the girl's front line? Oh, is that the one that had a decent opening and the show itself was yeah, just yeah. shit? Yeah, well, the show, well, show is what, like, you know, it's like the Mega Man Battle Network. It's like, it's all the ones like, are like, uh, here's this, but the opening's pretty good. Finger, though. Classic, classic yeah. old school yeah. anime approach. Well, the show might be shit, but these 90 seconds are going to be great. But you, but like, but you, like, I want that show. I want, where's that show? I hate to say here, admit but... it worked more often than not back in the day. And I said, uh, I gotta love those, like, Game animes, I guess. Game animes. Yeah, video game animes. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? Done dirt cheap. But the opening is pretty finger though. Mm-hmm. We focus. We focus on the details that we need to focus on. Uh, yeah. So that that's that's the end of my week, I guess. That's all. That's the end of your fantastic waifu war games. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I got to play it now and see how how they are, I guess. Uh-huh. Only the best well, waifu games for Miles. Well, because, you know, the, the, I'm, I guess my Star Wars journey is now, uh, was it suspended? Uh-huh. Like, so, go? Anything to get oh, the fix like, in? Like the classic... Uh, Getting the shakes it, now, are we? Was it Epcot or something like that? It's like your time travel journey has paused. waifu wars have been paused for the moment. Waiting for the next j- janky game to play, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, but, but, but look, but look how cool. Only the best games here on Taku Taku. Only the best, the hottest, freshest games. What? Bomb has sixteen. Yeah, sizzling, sizzling. I swear we're better. We're better. We're usually better than this. Usually weeks, folks. Most weeks. Uh, okay, that's uh, that's cold. That I'm, I'm I like this every week. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, well, oh. that's well, that's true. Uh, oh. That's also true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I, t- I just oh, I just I just took major damage right now. Damn. Okay. I, I think I think you did just a little bit. Self self inflicted. It's all right. You, you got confused. You hurt yourself. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Damn confused, right? Anyway. Uh huh. Uh, so I guess uh, is there any more T week you want to head into? I guess the the final bit. Uh, the well. I guess to prelude into our big discussion of the week being the live action adaptation of Netflix's One Piece, 
I just want to talk about One Piece itself, referring to the original manga itself, the original comic book that started all this wacky, crazy adventures, all these, I don't know, 20 plus, probably more like 30 years ago. To to warm up our, our listeners still. Uh, so is it gonna be a is it gonna be like a good thing or a bad thing? I'm just curious. It's me just looking at one. So okay, let me start off with <laughs> my interest, love, care, appreciation for One Piece. I One Piece is old, and I am old, but I've never really jumped on the One Piece wagon. I tried to many many moons ago, and I only got uh, so far. And I kind of lost interest. And time has passed. As Naruto have come and fallen with our bleaches and our my heroes and our Juju Kaisen these days. And our Boratos. Uh, we don't fan fiction. We don't count fan fiction around here, Miles. <laughs> and I got to the point of like, well, what's the last of my generation, if you will? And pretty much the answer is One Piece when it comes to that. So I said. Outlaw Star? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's definitely our generation. Don't get me wrong. That's a good one. But that's, yeah, that's, but you know, that's one season of an anime and not the epic that is goddamn fucking One Piece with a a thousand billion plus chapters now. 1,016 chapters. That's all. Such a light, easy read to go through. Let me tell you, a little with a thousand episodes of anime to go along with it. Um, so I've I've gone back and said, all right, I've surrendered. There's nothing but hype with the live action adaptation. What the fuck? Let's go back to the original manga and let's see what all this hype is about with Luffy and his straw hat pirates. It's fine. It's fine. I the the interesting thing going back because for the longest time my my disinterest in One Piece really came for its art style. It's uh-huh. just seemed very cartoony and goofy, and I was at that age of like, I'm looking for a mature, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm swirling my my wine glass, yeah, taking well, a yeah. where, where, Where's the bleach? I'm looking for the says. finest Naruto bleach. Your 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 young adult anime, please. And then I look at Luffy and his stretchy bullshit. I'm like, oh no no no, I'm I'm a, I'm a real adult over here. The 13 year old uh-huh. swirling his glass what of is wine. This accent, by the way, this is a weird accent. I don't know, but it's like lazy man British. Apparently, anyway. So anyway, so that was my biggest thing that that just really got me not into the show. But going through it now, it doesn't bother me as much, if not at uh-huh. all. So I don't know if that's just good or bad. I've seen enough anime since then that I know anime could be this and that, and it doesn't have to always be a certain look. I've gotten too old and I see it, or I'm just kind of used to it because it's in the zeitgeist in the back of my mind. So I've gotten used to its art style, if you will. So yeah, I don't know. So, But I guess that's a plus. It no longer is a negative. Um, but I definitely can't say it's a plus either. It's very like, well, this is the art style. It's, it is what it is, you know? You can't help it, apparently, question mark, at least when it comes to Oda and the way he draws his characters in his world. Um, I, I, the thing I do like a little bit more, I feel like this time around, is Luffy in regards to how stupid he is i guess uh-huh. uh because there are times where it's like a very serious fight and like oh the stakes couldn't be higher and this and that 
Like, for example, slightly spoilers question mark to a pretty early arc, but not, you know, pretty early on as real One Piece fans are, where he's he's fighting uh, Arlong for the first time. And it's, you know, this is like probably would argue probably the first serious fight in the show. And he goes, uh, well, do you, Luffy, you know what the difference between you and me is? And he's like, our noses? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> like just like and he says something else like really just dumb quick like he's like not trying to be a smart aleck but giving smart aleck responses so it's pretty funny to see how simple-minded and how dumb he is in a very mm. serious situation it is kind of unique and refreshing because the only times you get like that is like more like um with like you hakusho and bleach where like they're more delinquent smart aleck you know characters but he's uh -huh. luffy is He's basically giving those answers, but not tr not trying to give those answers. Yeah. He's just saying he's, it because uh, that's all he knows. He's unintentionally giving giving weird like the answers that like maybe a smart like a smart I would say. Yeah, exactly. So I do appreciate that because that's pretty funny and unique that I don't see very often other uh, characters. The closest maybe would be a uh, uh, kid Goku question mark, just because you know for both of them they're pretty similar because everything's kind of you know, new and fresh to them and they don't know how to react. And so they're just kind of, you know, being bluntly honest, like a little kid would be. Um, so, you know, there's times like that. I could appreciate it. Um, and so Luffy's okay. But the problem is, is, uh, so for those who are once again, familiar with the series, I am like a hundred and I don't know, 30 ish chapters in now. Um, Week. So we've we've entered the grand only, line, I guess. Only, only 930 to go, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so close to finishing. I'm going to knock it out real quick. Um, but the problem is, is time has progressed and, you know, the series has developed and changed and grown. My problem is my brain, when I read One Piece, I once again, I guess, uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, little kid Goku shows up and, you know, when you're reading Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, you don't, it's very like Saturday morning cartoon where, oh, we're going to go on adventure and wackiness and little kid Goku's going to one punch man his way to victory and, you know, no stakes are really real or nothing's really hard. You know, we're just going to have a good time and have some laughs and have a little adventure along the way. Um, but as the show progresses, it tries to, you know, get away from that and become a little bit more serious, but my brain just can't allow it. Um, and Luffy's character makes less sense in a real serious situation. So it kind of rubs me sometimes the wrong way and kind of bums me out, I guess, and makes Luffy look like a crazy person once again with his like bipolarness, if you will, with him, you know, trying to be still silly kid Goku. But then also he has to deal with like real serious, you know, situations like i don't know like naruto would do after the events of pain or something uh, like that and it uh, just doesn't work for me i'm i just they say you're right him be like the be this series be more like comedy or 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 be more action i guess right you can't it's very hard to start to distinguish the two yeah it's hard because like yeah exactly it, it it feels like it feels like we're you know we barely collected the first set of dragon balls and apparently now vachita's here for dragon ball fans it's my, the equivalent to me and it's just very jarring um and oh, i remember that part in dragon rabbits, really. yeah maybe question mark yeah i guess all right because of how far it goes and power levels and this and that that's probably more correct but the thing is it's like Somehow, I, I guess I'm waiting because in Dragon, because Dragon Ball is a similar moment. To be fair, with uh, fucking with General Tal, right, where like shit yeah. gets real. Um, but it just seems 
weird to me because we get a lot of things happen before we get to General Tal, right? And yet yeah. it feels like we're already once again with Raditz, you know, hanging about, but like we haven't worked our way to get there. So it's kind of jarring to me, but I, I don't know. I like it as a comedy. I don't like it as a serious battle shonen. And there are times I'm thinking like, well, according to this power level, shouldn't this guy just be dead with this like two hit combo? But yet somehow they're just, you know, once again, Saturday morning cartoon, the way like dusting themselves off like, ah, it's fine. It's just, it's just a scratch. No one really dies in this, this world. But like the show goes, no, but they do though. But I'm like, do they? (laughs) I just don't believe the manga. Well, it's like, cause no, I I read it too. Well, I read probably a little bit farther than you. I read at least 300. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but to me, it is kind of jarring. We see one mo- like one chapter, Luffy's being just a you know dumb character. Like, I just want to eat. I want this. I want. Let's do that because it sounds cool. Right. I want that guy. I want that guy because you no, know, he's cool. You know, and then a moment when like when something like terrible goes on and things like that, all of a sudden now he's like, okay, it's time to put up. No, time to put on the Shino- the protagonist hat on. Right. And right. now I'm, I'm going to now say something cool and do and and do the shonen thing and do the cool thing. Yeah, it's like because it, it's, it's very hard, kind of like because you know uh, we kid like kid Goku, right? You know he's like that for like a good chunk, and then he grows up. You right. Know? Yeah. He there. Yeah, right. And obviously, there, I mean, there there are funny moments here and there in Dragon Ball, even Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. But you know, but he's no longer a kid. Right. Luffy's still like, I guess he's supposed to like his but teens, I think. How? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Miles. How old do you think Luffy is in the start of the series? Well, if I remember correctly, should be roughly 16, 15. He is 17 years old in the start of his journey to become the Pirate King, which when I saw that, I went like, what the fuck? Are you shitting me? He is way too old and too stupid to be 17 years old and still think this way. To me, like, you have to be like, I don't know, at least 14, 15 at max. 17? Yikes. Well, I guess, but I guess, may I don't pay attention to that number, or may I just, you know, I get, well, the problem being is, you know, like a lot of those, Showing protagonists back in the day, right? In the same era, you might say. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them are trying to do like, like I want to be comedic, right? Because I don't want to be a whole like you know, we want to be like Bleach or more like right uh, serious. Junior Kaisen, more like well, oh, edgy, Edge Lord, uh-huh. you don't want that, no, no. You know, like like they want like I want to be fun and go on an adventure, but Which also makes I want to have serious moments. But it's just the problem yeah. is when, like, what we mentioned is when it gets serious, it's just kind of hard for your brain. Like I said, it's like it's like going from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z, like in an instant, while we're still doing little adventures and collecting the Dragon Balls and fighting Yamcha in the desert and punching mummies and in these silly, crazy pits. In but then all of a sudden, you know, here comes Frieza killing off all the Namekians and this and that. It's just, yeah. it's very well, jarring. I'll admit, I know this is probably a later conversation when we get there. But, uh-huh. you know, I do, that's why I kind of appreciate the live action because they they literally don't really go there that route. You know, they try to be making they more. They do, yeah. When we get there, yeah, they they do change uh, Luffy's character to make him believable and make more sense. I would argue for a real world setting. Yeah, because you know a lot of his actions make more sense than doing them. Because I forgot them. Because I I did skip. Oh, skip. I did read through the manga a little bit here before we started. You know, there are a lot of lines like, you know, they're 
lot of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball lines in there mm-hmm. that that didn't make the cut, and I can see why because it doesn't really. There's no real thing other than also trying to be goofy, you know? and that's what it is. Yeah, he likes to be silly. He likes to be funny, which is fine. It's just it's hard. You, it's it, and I said the same. To be fair, I said the same thing about Toyama and more current Dragon Ball content and media. He's always trying to be because at the end of the day, Toyama is the godfather of Battle Shonen manga, but he doesn't want to be the godfather of Battle Shonen manga. He wants to be the guy famous for poop jokes from Doctor Slump, and so he tries his best to keep incorporating that into more current. Dragon Ball content, but it's just so jarring to go that far back when we've done all this shit from Z, GT, Super now, and yet uh, time for a poop joke, I guess. It just, it doesn't work. It doesn't feel, uh. it's not coherent. And so to be fair, it all, Toriyama has got the same problem, but that's what happens when you got two people who are trying to be comedy gag mangas, but also trying to do a, a battle series. It, it well, sometimes I, can I be off-putting. I, 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 I didn't unintentionally go there, right? You know, the unintentionally question mark. Right? You know, and then, right, but especially like in One Piece. One Piece, it is very jarring because you every other chapter you go from being like, "This is funny," mm-hmm. and and then and it's like, but look, but now look, people are you know, hurt, people are are dying. Question mark. And now it's time to get serious. But he was just funny like a minute ago. Like, wouldn't you get like emotional whiplash from being like? You know, trying to play the world off and more funny vibe than just then. But now it's something you're real serious. Because like, even though there'll be like manga panels and of them understanding, because to be honest, I didn't under, like for a couple of times there, I didn't really understand what's going on. Right. Yeah. It's, but, you know, mm-hmm. and then, but then, you know, there'll be moments like, well, that looks cool. But if you, in context, it looks like he does like, like you say, he switched, he switched personalities. like personalities there. Yeah. 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 Know? Exactly. And so as, manga wise if you try reading it you got like this guy's kind of a psychopath yeah he's a little insane because this guy is totally unstable and to me the best scene once again slightly spoilers is the scene where they end up on the same place where they kill what's his name the jolly jolly what's it gold roger is that what his name is the king of the uh huh. And there's this whole like dramatic beat and scene where it's like, oh no, they're gonna kill Luffy, and like it's supposed to be played seriously, like, oh my god, they actually are gonna kill Luffy. But of course they don't kill him because he's the protagonist and he has a thousand more chapters to go, so of course he can't die. But like the manga goes for reals though, he was about to die, and I'm like, no, he wasn't. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So it, it just it, doesn't, it doesn't work. It's just they're they're trying so hard to be serious sometimes, but like it's just utter not like just don't just. Be wacky, silly, good. Like, there's nothing wrong with being silly, wacky, good at little adventures with pirates and sailing the seas and meeting a bunch of wackos and fighting their silly abilities. Because, by the way, there's like a thousand devil gum gum fruits, apparently, by the way. You mean devil fruit? Devil fruit, whatever they're called. It's just, it, 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 that's the other thing. Like, to me, it's like, in the beginning, it's like, oh, devil fruits, oh, they're so rare and so unique. And, like, every, they keep bumping to every single fucking person who fucking well, even yeah, well, had, a, like, a milkshake you, or something from them. Well, never, like, every stand user, every stand user finds <laughs> their stand user. <laughs> stand user's a check, I'll just stand you. <laughs> Honestly, they need to start, they need to, all right, look forward to that line to explain that bullshit, because that's, like, the other hilarious thing. It's it's super rare and unique, and yet everywhere they go, they keep finding another person who, who oh, has these too? abilities. You two have one? You have one, too? I, oh, I, I have one too. I look know? forward to see if we ever try to explain the nonsense of the devil fruit. 
but I doubt it because, oh no, that sounds like explaining and I don't like explaining, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm being unfair. We got a thousand more chapters to go and to explain the world of one piece and on the grand line and how it works. That's also kind of nonsense. I'm here to see the power-ups because I know like recently there's like, he got like a super form or get basically like, Super Saiyan God, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't, I, like I said, I, where's Frank? Where's yeah, I know. I look Frank. forward to having Frank on the podcast next time, once again, for One Piece talks. Since he's our our resident One Piece fan, big super fan, and I am definitely not one of those persons. I and mean, I'm trying my best, and like I don't hate it. Like I, let's put it this way, uh, I love giving Hunter Hunter a bad time and a tough time. And all the bullshit I'm giving about One Piece, I I enjoyed reading One Piece more than watching Hunter Hunter the anime. But who knows? Maybe Hunter Hunter the manga is better? Question mark. But uh, I haven't well, gone you, there if yet. You, if you had, if you had a show and jump app, you'd yeah. Find it. Well, soon I, I I guess I can find out. But um, so yeah, it's it's fine, but it's very jarring once again with the bipolar Luffy. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I you know, I. I'm just well, curious well, because I, I don't know how Usopp should be dead. <laughs> it's simple as that. Well, well, uh, yeah, for Usopp's basically like he should have been dead. Like Krillin dies in Dragon Ball. I just want to point yeah, that out. So yeah, I look forward to Usopp's yeah. death because he needs to die. He makes no sense that he's alive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not dead. Somehow he doesn't die. It's it's impressive to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, gotta love that squad four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta, gotta, really good at reviving gotta everyone. Squad, they have another pirate crew out there, and it's interesting to see the uh, humble beginnings of other characters who I know become a bigger character down the road, because it's like, oh, look, all right, here they are introduced. I know who you are, and something about you, because of, once again, the zeitgeist of anime, and it's kind of uh, like, oh, you're, ooh, right now you're a mysterious figure, ooh. Yeah. It's kind well, of I said, because it, it, oh, the whole, like, it's a whole caboodle, because, you know, every... Now you've seen the crew and like, like but here's how the crew started. It's like, it was only five guys. That's it. Right. So yeah. Well, hmm. Well, I was gonna. I guess say. I guess we'll, we'll lead into the live action. Yeah, might as well lean into yeah. it. So yeah, mix mix opinion, but overall, still someone on the positive. I say sixty percent positive on the One Piece manga, and which is fitting because, of course, I did it because of the Netflix and live action. I might as well. I'll take over. Give you a chance to talk and let me stop talking yeah. for a minute. This time, though, this time, this time we figure it out. Mm-hmm. No Cowboy Bebops this time, everyone. Oh, God. No gosh darn Cowboy Bebops. No changing story willy nilly and going, really? This is where we're like, but look how edgy this, anyway. Uh, so the live action, the hot live action thing would actually, uh, what came out recently, actually pretty okay. Who would have thunk? For, for like being what it covers, especially how much it covers. Right. It didn't. Doesn't do. It doesn't do that. It doesn't, and then argue. It does some things that kind. Of, it kind of reminds me a lot like uh, Scott Pilgrim in a way. Hmm. In which, like you know, Scott Pilgrim, like you know, they cut a lot of stuff from the manga or the oh the original comic. Comic. You know, because a lot of, a lot of fluff, right? So right. what you get in the in the movie well makes sense because you know we don't have time to do. You no, know, we don't. Have t- we don't have time for it. You know. Hmm. And I feel like in this live action version, they get a good job of creating up content they need to, and getting straight to what we need to go. I guess mm-hmm. for being like only like eight, eight episodes. Eight episodes. Uh, so let's first off, shout out to the casting people because I think everyone's pretty much on point. 
That is surprisingly, it's surprisingly good. Like referring to the casting and the people who portray these characters and make them believable and realistic. And somehow they found the right people for the job. Heck, for like Luffy himself. I mean, like how do you, how do you describe, how do you describe like how Luffy is, right? But mm-hmm. the, like the, the, the person I does a very good, aren't good job of it. Cause like, that's, that's what Luffy is, you know, it's. You know he's loud, but you know he's also like you know, but he cares though. Mm-hmm. And argue he does he does a better portrayal of how Luffy's supposed to be than the manga version of him at where where they're at, I guess. Yeah, to me the to me I I like a lot because like I said they change his personality not a lot, but they change him just enough to like said make him believable. Because to me he's basically instead of being <laughs> insane bipolar, they make him more like uh, Ted Lasso, if you will where he's just a believer in positivity and trust people without a flaw and a doubt and has no, you know, has no hesitation, no doubt that what he's doing is the right thing and that his friends are doing the right thing because they're his friends and this and that and they wouldn't, you know, do this or betray him or do bad things. They're, you know, he just believes in his, his, his crew without, with a hundred percent with certainty. And it's just kind of, it makes more sense and it makes him a little bit more stable and makes sense of his character, especially if you're familiar with such a character like Ted Lasso, where he's just oozing positivity left and right and just yeah. believes in their cause and their friends. So yeah, that was a it was a uh, good small change, uh, and really emphasized that part about Luffy's character, and once again made it for a bigger, wider audience. And which man, oh man, once we talk, about, we could just like describe characters and villains and their costume designs, and uh-huh. somehow they kept them all pretty much intact, which is well, very impressive. Well, you have to give credit to the fact, Ray, that that they. It doesn't look, it looks believable. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's no wigs. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> not yet. There's, not yet. Man, but, but, okay, but I mean, there are different hair colors in that. Uh-huh. Manga, whatever, All right? the weird anime colors, they're there. Somehow they're there. Yeah, but, you know, but I guess, but it's not too jarring. It fits the world we're in. Right. And, you know, and for being One Piece itself, if you look at one, like, if you look among One Piece, you know, like, we, like you mentioned earlier, you know, it's, it can be very jarring if you're used to showing like showing stuff today. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. It's very cartoon. Well, because he's inspired by cartoons, right? Right, right. Or, of course he is, and uh, yeah, and it's fun. It makes sense, and well, you're mangaka, and blah blah blah, and it allows. I mean, when your your main character's ability is mis- fucking Mister Fantastic, then yeah, you're gonna have to be a little bit more cartoony, right? I feel like, and it makes sense in the manga. But how do you take that very cartoony Saturday morning cartoon and bring it to a live action and without you know changing the design dramatically like you know a Marvel movie where you know Marvel was a <clears throat> you streamlined the designs and put them all in black you know Wolverine isn't in his big old yellow blue costume with the claws right uh, oh yeah or they modernize like a lot like Iron Man suits or things like that oh yeah more, yeah yeah mm-hmm. more more like you know more mainstream more or more easy to understand yeah. you know they you know, it's a lot of the, that, da- the is, Dark Knight it, way of thinking of things. Yeah. You know, and I think the way they did that is pretty, pretty much pretty pretty damn good. It's, I think it's probably, I would argue, probably the best one I've seen so far of trying, how you, how you do something like One Piece, which is very, you know, can be different you know, it's, well, it's like, you know, you have like sheep people, you have <laughs> right you know, an- animals, <laughs> you have like, you know, you have like, all these like weird, crazy things that, you know, 
in in a manga format, it makes sense because you're you no, know, you're looking at it like yeah, it's a wacky I crazy get it. world. But you know how do you translate to a, a live action medium? Is he's a gold man now? No questions asked. Like, especially like the the Marines, uh, the their leader, the uh, uh, because uh, he had the metal jaw. Right? Oh like, right, yes. But you know, because like, how do you how do you describe that in live action? And they did pretty well of of showcasing it in live action. Right. You know. Uh, Buggy himself. So oh, right. how do you... Buggy's like the biggest, like, huh? How do you explain but like, this you know, thing? But it, it, but it makes sense for what they're doing. You know, it, it did, they did a very good job of how do you create this clown, literally this clown. Uh huh. How, how do you translate into live action? That's, and that I, was a task. That was a task. Cause like, you know, everyone's looking at like, like, what, like, like, what is this? A like, pirate look at this clown that can separate himself. What the fuck is, what's this all about? You know, and I and I do admit when they do CG, they do CG only in certain moments, and they just and and then they just don't do it. You yeah, they're yeah, they don't rely on it, which thank God because it looks more jarring and it costs more money. So they wherever they could, they tried their best to make sense of it without going bankrupt. Hell, I'm surprised they got bloody what's his name the the evil butler guy with his big old silly scissor oh, hand. Girl? Yeah, with fucking discount Edward Scissorhands. Somehow they made that design somewhat believable and made sense. That's impressive. Let me tell you. You know, and I do like that. And the costume designs, the ships. You know, I think people argue about the ship, but I think it looks fine to me. It, I mean, it looks like the Mary you know, but goes, like, you know, like, uh, like hide like for a thing that's so cartoony. Trying to make the live action is a difficult task, and I think they pulled it off. They pulled it off very. I thought very well. Uh, <laughs> once again, slight spoilers, I guess, for the live action. I love where it's like in the script, a Michael Jackson guy shows up. We're not doing that. That sounds like a lawsuit. And then a guy with that controls the line. Oh fuck no, that sounds expensive. We're not doing that either. <laughs> like anything that sounded like really dumb and too expensive, and that wasn't a main important character into the story. They're like, we're not doing that. Cut that shit out. Yeah. So like, I love the adaptation. They really thought about me. Like, okay, what's really important here and but you know but me you know while they cut that stuff we still got Arlong and all his fish guys hanging out with all their big cosmetic funky cg looking you know fish faces and this and that so they're smart and they, and they know like we should spend money on this because this is a big important arc and we can't cheap out on this so they definitely like i said they're just very smart and wise and knows we need to spend the money here because this is important so we can't cheap out here this shit this shit important Let's cut it out with save some money and move on yeah, you know, and I said uh, more like you said, the adaptation. You know, because they're not, they're not translating, putting everything that nope. was on the manga on the stream. Because you know, some things. Thank God for that. Like a lot, a lot, a lot of Luffy's scenes, like you kind of go, what? Yeah, like I said, they make yeah, Luffy's insane, as we talked about before, and they made him more realistic and down to earth in this adaptation. And my goodness, I say it every time, but oh my goodness, thank thank you for people actually making adaptation, taking a source material looking at it, dissecting it, and saying this is what we want to focus on for our version of this idea, but not copying and pasting. Some people want to copy and paste, which I don't know fucking why. Why would you want to copy and paste the same thing? If you want to go see the original thing that you love, go read the manga yeah. or whatever, the source materials. Yeah. Like, I remember you mentioned before about like Ghost in the Shell, right? Oh my it's God. Like, uh, which is like, you know, it's like clear, like, 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 just like, I want to do this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene in this movie, but it doesn't make much sense in this movie. 
But I want you to do all these. Let's see, because that's what everyone knows, right? We got to, uh-huh. we got, we got to do the greatest hits. That's what, that's what. Then you do what you, know, you do that, in which you do the greatest hits, uh-huh. and and like you know, no one's happy because you just you're not even doing the new new or anything else. You're just doing the greatest hits, mm. or you have the the Cowboy Bebop, which like we're going to do our own direction, but you're not committed 100 percent to any direction. Cause you still want to do, no, you still want to do the your, your greatest hit still, right? And I, you know, I I see your Ghost in the Shell live action Tisha, and I raise you Ghost in the Shell manga versus Ghost in the Shell the anime. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, Everything's an adaptation. I'd argue people need to make adaptations in order to make something new and interesting, refreshing for a newer, bigger audience. Ideally, usually that's why you do these things. And uh, the, once again, look it up. The anime versus the manga is quite different in Ghost in the Shell. And it happens every so often, but a lot of times people just want the same thing they saw before. And to me, I'm like, why? Go read, once again, go read the story, go read the manga, whatever it is the case. A new thing has to be a new thing, but keep the soul of the original. Just like I talk about the RE4 remake, they took the understanding, the soul, the essence of the original and enhanced it for new generation. And that's what people need to do with adaptations. And sure enough, these people over Netflix in charge of the One Piece adaptation did a hell of a job. Yeah, I feel like, you know, like, like, like cutting down certain arcs to the way how they did certain arcs. You know, I are all the announcements. I think some arcs got, got a little, a little shorthanded. A little bit. You know, and everybody, you know, but you know, but obviously because of you no know, eight they, episodes, they don't, have, they, don't, they don't have time for it. Pretty much. You know, but like, you know, especially, I feel like at the end, especially without getting too spirally, I feel like it that got a little, a little, a little less than the other ones did. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, but you only have eight episodes, which I. Someone needs to explain why is it only eight episodes? Why can't we do? That's the budget, apparently. Uh, you know, and that's why I never said it's like you know, because like no, it's like the Disney shows, all the other, right? Like every, every, it's like eight. It's like like oh, like what's this? HBO? What is this? Are we gonna budget HBO? No, or well, maybe. Well, I guess could maybe, be huh? depends on the yeah. production, but yeah, I don't know. It's always yeah between it's like six and twelve episodes, right? Is usually the sweet spot for. And but something like this that's not like a guaranteed you know massive hit you know guaranteed uh, season two greenlit yeah no eight eight to ten is probably the sweet spot yeah and then for uh, where we at right now to work I think it did a pretty good job covering like a good handful like at least it's like eighty chapters of material at least yeah and they did it like an eight episode that's like ten a chapter or a ten chapter that's ten chapters an episode you know that's pretty damn good. And that, and the more they are more impressed with the fact that they incorporate other characters' storylines in here, you know, like well, well, like you know, here's Luffy doing this over here. We'll go back to the Mar- the uh, the Marines, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of oh, Marines, yeah. which is interesting because in the original manga, a lot of the stuff that's like actually happens in the TV show is like implied in the manga in like one shot panels. Yeah, like and every beginning of the chapters, like the early chapters. Yeah. Like they'll show like, and here's what happened with Buggy or with you know, uh, the Marines uh, or one of the other pirates that they bump into on their journey, and like they he slowly like builds upon it, like does like you know like a little story with them, but it takes like weeks and weeks and weeks to you know get anything out of it. But 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 it's it's interesting. it's It's like one panel, right? So you go like, okay, so this last time. We were here, and now we're over here. How do we got here? Right, like, yeah, so like I, little I, shorts, I guess. Right, to explain how do we got from A to B, kind of. Yeah, but like here, like in this adaptation, they do a lot of like, 
well, well, this is going on. Let's go back over here. Check what these guys are doing over here and how, what they're doing. Which is funny because you know? I forgot. <laughs> I, I really thought like, oh, Bond, this adaptation, they really play up these characters. But it's like reading the manga. I'm like, oh, no, he kind of implies this stuff does happen. And they 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 went with it in this adaptation. So, yeah, let's let's focus on that a little bit more. You know, and like, you know, and just the fact that you know, a lot of the characters seem more fleshed out. They seem like they all, everyone has a purpose, you know, being on there. No, there's no character, you know, it's like, like, look, this, look at this. Right. Clearly, like, this one didn't get much love than the other ones, but everyone got a good amount. You know, you know, I, you know, it's pretty, pretty darn good for what, for what it is. Right. My only complaint I could think of on top of my head right at this moment is they did, to be fair, they did a better job than the original manga, but not by a lot. And uh, because it's funny, because I, you know, I like I said, I've been reading the manga, and then I watched the live action. Curiosity to see the difference. And Zoro's backstory still kind of sucks in this live action. Um, wow! But the thing is, when I read the manga, oh my, I literally laughed at like, oh my god, that is so fucking dumb and lazy. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my god, it was just too much. The in the live action, they try their best. It, it's not as bad. They don't. They, they don't explain what happens to her without once again the spoilers for people who don't know. But oh my god, I laughed out loud when I read the manga. Oh yeah, she's gone. What? <laughs> Sorry, what? It's just so comical. You just you can't you can't introduce a character and then kill him off with the same like breath because it just becomes funny. It's okay, female characters, right? And there, and that's the other aspect. Speaking of, and I'm talking more of the manga than the live action adaptation because I think they did yeah. a pretty good job. Um, but I am very concerned uh, reading the Grand Line and introducing uh, certain female characters the way they are represented and shown is a little yikes. This is a little out of date, isn't it? And yes, it is to be somewhat fair, but also. It doesn't look very good these days. Well, we we, we we look towards the future. It's not let's not look to the past. Let's I'm kinda curious how they do season two, if I remember what you're talking about. Right yeah, now. hopefully they make I'm um kinda... some changes because that ain't gonna fly these days on a Western audience, I don't think. So yeah. But uh yeah, but everything else I think was pretty good. Um I'm glad they condensed the Sanji stuff because that was really clunky reading the manga. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm glad they kind of just streamlined it and just focused on what was really important there because the whole, <laughs> though I do like the little cameo they they have of, of that guy and his crew. That was kind of funny to see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but to see them, like they have a big major plot point in this original story and become like a joke basically in this version was kind of interesting and fun as once again to see the difference between, you know, uh, original and the live action. It's It's fun to dissect and look at both the different stories and see the changes between them a very you know walking dead comic versus walking dead amc tv show right yeah no but like i agree yeah the the whole sanji arc you know without being too much spoilers i did probably a little better explain what how because they're lost uh, them i think it goes on for at least too long like 30 chap 30 like 20 30 chapters like like about the whole backstory once you get once you get like yeah but i couldn't you could tell me that like 10 chapters ago and I would be I would have been done already but you know they were like they were very really stretching out the battle like the battles themselves are longer stretched out in the manga you know? right like they, like, they, they take like forever I, I I kid you not I think like the whole Arlen Park one you know the, that whole battle sequence was a lot quicker because I think like, he found like three or four times and he he lost and came back lost again kind of yeah and then like oh no but for real now I, I understand this time you know 
And here it's like, no, we're just gonna find him, and then like you know, I'll, well, I'll figure out my way over there, you know. Yeah, it's it eh, eh, things you have you to know. make and change, and yeah, it's it's just he's Oda's maybe not at least setting up wise. He's not the greatest when it comes to the well, the best, the only good backstory I would argue is is uh, Nami's story, which you know we get all that in the the live action version too as well, but like. Luffy's is kind of who gives a shit. Zoro's is hilarious. Sanji, it's better in the live action because it's like you just said, it's way too long in the original. Usopp is whatever Usopp who gives a shit, to be honest. Well, Usopp, Usopp's very much cr- like he's the, the Krillin, Krillin of the group. We just go, oh, Usopp, you're worthless. Ha ha ha. Yeah. It is funny. Like, even this, like, they really made sure, like, you know, like, and oh, he's just saying some crazy stuff. Oh, that's Usopp for you guys. Ah, uh, he's going around town saying the weird things. Ha ha. No, it's like right, and, and no, no one's taking him seriously. I don't, which I don't know is good or bad. Well, I mean, it's true to his character, so. But, I mean, it's true to his character, right? But I feel like, you know, like, I don't, for me, how much screen time he has, I feel like. What's the point you know, of him? Yeah. Basically, that's the, and that's my problem with Usopp. Is like, at least Krillin does one or two cool things, but I'm waiting for which I'm sure he's going to get one, but it's just. I don't know. It just seems hard because, like, you know, you know, Sanji's a great fighter. Uh, uh, I keep back and forth because in the manga I'm reading, he's called Zolo still back from the original because we don't want to say Zoro because that sounds like a copyright infringement. But, like, all these guys are, like, really strong and powerful. And then here's the here's, like, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I would argue more like Yamcha. Let's go. One tier below. Uh, what, wait, would, would it be Yachi Robi? No. Mm, there's a question. Who's stronger? Well, prop. Oh, here we go. I like how this. Now, here, here. Now, they see, see, folks. We have some on the podcast sometimes. Questions are fun. Questions are. All right, enough for one, please. Let's talk about more about Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, because that's what we do huh. here, apparently. I, I guess. I guess technically, if you think of, uh, I guess at the time, at the time, I would argue Rajirobi was stronger, but at. At a certain point, definitely after the Saiyan arc, I would probably Yamcha, I suppose. Probably. Thinking about the power levels. Hmm, hmm, who would it be? Who would it be? Because apparently fucking Master Roshi is the strongest of them all. God. Tien. Tien goes down in the, the fucking battle royale. I just want uh, here, Tien, the strongest uh, human here, being, goes uh, down here, before here fucking Krillin and the fucking androids here, and Master here, Roshi. Here, here we go. Oh, here we my God. Well, was it Yamcha uh, too busy? What the fuck? Oh my god. Mm. Tien shit hot. I just want to say. What well, the fuck? Whatever. The but, mad or... put Cell again in a whole cubby for like minutes against like this big old freakazoid. And he did. He held down the guy. He saved the goddamn universe more than once. And yet this is what he gets. He gets the first guy get knocked out of the battle royale. Oh, god damn it, Toriyama. Well, I'll be honest, though, I don't think he remembers that, to be honest. All I can say to Toriyama is... I'll get you for this! You won't escape my wrath! That's goddamn right. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we can't always win them all. Apparently not. So what What else about live-action One Piece, if anything? Instead of, hey, that's actually not bad. You should watch it. I suppose how big, big the snail phones are. <laughs> Those are those big snail, uh, snail phones, which I'm still I, I, wondering I like, how those work, both in manga and, and live action. And do you also like the fact that you no, know, even like the animal has his own, like they have one look just like him. Apparently, they, they dress, they dress, 
They dress the snails up to look like the person that's speaking, which I think is like, why? Who would do this? Why? why Too why much would, time on their hands, apparently. Doing? Speaking of which, slightly spoiler without getting into details, is all that stuff in the live action uh, going to happen in the manga? Because that didn't happen in the manga, at least not yet. No. Oh, so that's yeah, live action thing only. Yeah, it's a live action thing only, to be honest. Because I don't remember any. Because, or at least honest, as far as you I, got, I, at least. It threw me off because, you know, I was like, wait, when's this? Yeah, that's why I was kind of like, wow, this, this seems really out there. And I would argue doesn't feel like it's a thing. But also the way Oda writes stories from what I've seen, I would be like, I wouldn't be surprised if he slaps this in way down the line as DLC, perhaps. But see, it was kind of jarring to me. I don't know if they add an extra flavor, I guess. Or I guess, I, to me, I thought it wasn't bad. You know, it was I fine. Like it was... I had no, I, overall, I had no problems with it, but it, just, it, it, it did it seem fits, like out of left field. But it does feel like it fits in. You know, like you know, it doesn't feel it like it works it's for like the narrative like, of the focus of the season for sure. Yeah, because like you know, obviously you can't get the the, the smoker because he's not there yet. Yeah, he's not. Know? Yeah, well, yeah, because he's I guess the next main guy from the little I've seen and they tease him. Yeah, you know, he's the, well, when he gets to the ground line, it's like the real folk. Uh, he's the. Real marine. Speaking about Zoro's past, what's up with that other character that hangs out with him? That seems, seems like shouldn't we just make that her and call it a fucking day? That makes well, a lot see, more sense. It's a whole. It's a. Well, I, I better not find out she's like a cousin or something. I'm gonna lose my shit. Well, see, that's a, well. Uh, oh God! Oh well, no. No, but you know, I'm just my, my head. I'm trying to number my head right now. Right, you it's like it's hard for me. It's like, you hey, Miles, ask, remember this might... thing you've read like forever ago that I've just recently read? Come on, you, you should you should ask ask Frank. I know Frank's Frank probably knows what I'm talking about without once again to spoilers and details. But that was a weird thing. Where I'm like, I laughed at Zoro's backstory, and we easily could have fixed that by making her her in this situation and calling it a day, and it, it would make it more interesting when these two characters meet. But no, it's just very shoehorned, and it's almost like to a point of once again Oda goes like fuck i killed someone i shouldn't have killed fuck uh what if i didn't though and it's like wait but you did but what well, if okay, i didn't see, though i guess because i guess i guess uh yeah i'm talking about her oh, okay oh okay oh yeah yeah mm. i'm talking this character should no, no, be this no, character no, i get no i got it now you got it's it all, now yes it's all connecting now yeah that would mm. it would have been a lot better and makes a lot more sense if she was that character and he basically makes her that character too which is also extra jarring and weird once again it's him being like oh fuck i fucked myself well what if i just kind of resurrect her kind of without reeling but also uh, basically it, shit it's just Damn, Sorry, damn. I did it again. Yeah. I did it again. That's another for example. The last uh huh. It would it would make more sense, be better, and I wouldn't laugh as hard as I did when hearing Zoro's backstory. You know why? In my head, uh huh. In my head, the more I think about it now, it's like I thought, like the way I was trying, like, I thought maybe she, mm. she said, got better. God damn it! You're. Right. <laughs> this is what I do. This is what I do, folks. Damn. It, it's my only ability. It's my only ability to break down stories and being like, you know what would be better if we did this instead? Well, see that. See, folks, that's that's writing 101. You you make sure you don't kill off any prime character because you might need them. They're like, well, shit. I always leave a little little wiggle room for yourself. A little, little wiggle room. He's not he's, not, he's now disabled. Well, he's disabled for now, but he might come yeah, back. He get, he'll get better. He'll get better. I mean, it worked for most everyone else. Squad 4? Get the squad four. Get squad four. Bring out the squad four. 
All right, but yeah, I guess that's. I guess we should wrap it up with our me breaking down Oda's masterpiece. Bre- breaking down, figuring out every whatever story you guys. Everything you love, it sucks, and let me tell you why it sucks. Break it down here, live on the podcast. Uh huh. But yeah, uh, once again, uh, the Netflix live adaptation, surprisingly really good, understands the material, took the best bits and applied them and did them in a fairly nice and clean, organized manner in eight episodes. And uh, my understanding is is it did very well on Netflix number wise. And uh, everyone's basically, hey, when's season two? All I know is that this this is me. Just one last thing. Just hit me. Oh, here, here. What happens to everything else comes like this. You know, it's like, all right, guys, we got that. It's time for the enter the shonen. Well, I guess your new favorite right. shonen thing. I guess because there's my hero, right? There's my hero. There's a lot of them coming out. I mean, there's line. every. I mean, everyone has the everyone has deals for them, but do they ever, you know, get past pre-production is the real question, right? Yeah, because that's uh, like no. I'm, Isn't there, I'm there's wrong. a the your name thing, right? That that, that exists that's... on paper, but you know, once well, again. Unfortunately, because certain things outside the podcast. Well, it's also well. There's also Hollywood's bullshit. But even if Hollywood wasn't on fire the way it is on fire, that's a thing that like good luck making that happen. I mean, I mean the Cowboy Bebop thing was another thing like they happened ten times through. There was a Death Note at one point. Warner Brothers bought the rights to do a Bleach adaptation. They never you know fall through with that on the Western adaptation. There was the and even the Japanese surprising the Japanese one only did the one movie that barely touched anything. So, you know, it, it happens and it's, you know, it's, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard adaptating a lot of shonen anime nonsense because it is just And he does nonsense. what now? Yeah. He, he does what now? And he does how many spins with the what kind of sword and doing what and a who and a what and with what power How much? How many planets explode in this fight? And all fairness, once again, the live action catch and do a pretty good job making all that nonsense make actual sense. And he jumps around does what now? They're, I love like something that moves them into like they're literally like they're running so fast like their feet are already, they're like already crooked because they're moving so fast they're like doing sonic loops but somehow still on the ground because they're so crooked and moving so fast they yeah good wire work good wire work uh, it can happen but it's hard to once again make things um, make sense in a a real world setting um, but they pull it off here in one piece and every so often we get a uh, a good one of these but um sadly it's uh not as often every one as we'd of those, like you get you get two or three you get a, you, you get your ghost in the shells you get your bebops uh i mean can't wait for samurai shampoo oh can't God. wait for that one i mean alita was okay alita was fine but i think people just complain too much about her face but well like, the anime eyes was just kind of like why and they're like oh, i don't know anime like that's like no. the best answer. It's kind of like, well, maybe just don't, fellas. What do you think? Keep it simple. But that, but, but but that's not how we go. Yeah, exactly. So you know, eh, what happens? But uh, hopefully, this means a new wave of uh, live action adaptations. But hopefully, we get good ad keyword adaptation and not copy and paste jobs because it just don't work. Let me tell you. But yeah, can't wait for the sk- skip and loafer. Can't wait. I mean, well, then, that, well, that's more of a bl- well. <laughs> That'll be nice. I already beat up Skip and Loafer in the past podcast. Look forward to that. Or, or the Galaxy Next Door. Or no, Galaxy. Right. Well, that was Frank's yeah, doing uh, mostly. Uh, I was indifferent about Galaxy Next Door, which I would argue is maybe a little bit more hurtful, perhaps. That that's, no, that's you know, folks, when the story's really bad, when Ray's going like, I don't even have time. I'm not gonna waste my time on this. I'm gonna have time for the. How am I gonna make one more Luffy and his crazy bipolar 
disorder he's got going on over here. Yeah, the more I think about the manga, it's like, yeah, like for every every quippy, like he's like, ha ha, funny. And then he gets to there, it's like, wait, what? There's like emotional whiplash every every chapter. Like, wait, he what? He supposedly tries to kill Zoro for some reason because he thought it was funny? Question mark or I don't know. Some like I said, Oda. I I'm curious about his decision making, but I got a thousand more chapters, so I'm sure he'll get better. Question mark. Hey, after chapter 765. That's when it gets good. Huh? It's good. Along with uh, Hunter Hunter. Uh-huh. <sighs> long, long battle shown in manga. It's not for everyone. Hey, it could be worse. You can do case closed and never finish. <sighs> someday out there, someday we'll get those men in black. Here's a question. What's more Some... likely to finish? Hunter Hunter or case closed? Or One Piece. <laughs> or One well, There you go. It's a, it's a close race. A race uh, to the bottom. All right. Uh, this has been uh, a Taco Taco episode 17. Don't worry, it gets good in the next episode. I promise. I swear. I won't. I, since there will be more people, that means less of me talking and hating on things. So that's always a plus for listeners. Yeah, though it, it dilutes a little bit less. Get a little less rage. A little less hatred. There you go. That's what we need here. That's what we all need in the world. A little less hatred. Uh, there you go. There, there's a slogan put right in the bumper sticker. Uh huh. All right. I, I guess we'll see you guys next time. Indeed. Bye, everyone. Bye.